0: Look at us. There's Red in front of the uh in front of the dome. Scotsman's Hill, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh you and me sitting here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler. Consumer's Choice Award winner. Be a sad day over at Tower. Be some uh soul surge. He'll be uh he was Surge t- was wound up last night. Yeah, he was
2: texting me last night. What are you, you talking about? That just a big one. Oh just sets up the even greater Cinderella finish to the season. Right. Yeah obviously. Clearly. You can't fake being that positive.
0: He well, was he, fond he of was, you. Yeah. Everyone it's is. It's like, Rhett, uh, Rhett seems like a good guy. Like yeah. <laughs> It's
2: great in the room. Great on the ice. Yeah. Hall of Fame it's career over there. Freaking great guy. Idea guy. He yeah. was
1: shocked by this. Y- uh, I know. Yeah.
2: Long yeah. arms. Yeah.
0: Well, here we are in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Yeah. Consumer Choice Award winner. Calgary's favorite Chrysler Dodge uh, Ram dealer. And I was, it, it was kind of the, the first thing that went through my head. Well, there were a number of things that went through my head last night as we watched. Uh, we're going to probably talk about the hockey game. I
2: did see you tweet the word goosh. Yeah, it was, and I didn't uh, need to any con. I knew exactly what that was and why you tweeted it, even though I didn't see it at the time. I was like, oh, that was yeah. then. Yeah. I hmm. know when that tweet came out. Goosh. Yeah. So I was a little, cause I started up a little late and then caught up and uh, yeah, goosh.
0: And, uh, Earmuffs, kids. All that just went through. Like,
2: you fucking guys. <laughs> you fucking guys. Hey? Yeah. There's a bunch. That was right out of their playbook this year. We've seen that script unfold six to eight times. That's not new. It wasn't a one-off, and it was part of a really disgusting pattern that this team's had all year.
1: I want to know where their flights are booked for.
2: Yeah. Because like, they're excited got, for yeah, it. like yeah. This
1: must be one hell of a deal. And they've got it penciled in, and they're ready to go. The bags and, are, you know what? No
0: cancellation.
2: That's right. They, they they is. there's you can pay
0: less, paying you. regardless yeah. whether they go or not. So yeah. that's expensive. They've right? They've got better things to do. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, flames lose again. This again. time to the Chicago Blackhawks again. But they're and, nine four and uh, two in their last fifteen. Reds. They're the best. Yeah. And it was guaranteed win night. I keep bringing that up. It was. Did you say
1: wing
2: night? Because I heard you say win, and yeah, I'm like, they works. haven't beat Chicago this year. He must <laughs> Tuesdays, be talking about wing yeah. night. Yeah. Because Tuesdays, some places they do wing night. Other than it is Wednesdays, guaranteed wing night. Oh, I, I would have preferred know. to go for
1: wings and watch that shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. That's an easy trade. Now knowing what it looks like, yeah. Yeah. One of a possible six points on the season? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Now those five points they left on the table... Do you think at the end of the year those would feel like lost well, and, opportunity, or maybe ooh, geez, if we could do that again? Yeah, and don't get
0: greedy. Maybe and maybe, maybe five not or four. getting all five, yeah. but even three.
2: Yeah, another three
0: right now would feel a lot different. Um. So I watched the game, Good. and I watched on. I watched social media and the Twitter and all that. Yeah, yeah, to get uh, to get the vibe, but to really get an understanding of what of what was happening there you see it if you're watching Ooh. on the youtubes hey outshot them though outshot them
2: they were so good yeah, yeah. just um, bad luck i guess i mean so there i mean
0: be? we're being very smarmy and cheeky right now but the flames lose their biggest game of the season it was a had to have math is one thing it feels like realism and the real world is another you're going to go into winnipeg and win tonight and that's the thing with this team and like you say very flamesy they may they sure, go ahead and win, but then, (laughs) you know, you're just at at every turn when you think that you've maybe figured them out a little bit, uh, they, they throw you one of these, Mm. that Anaheim game was a big one after they'd won those two, they win in Dallas. What was it? The Minnesota wild. They win that game on the road. Then you come home and you lose to Anaheim gross. And we said it yesterday, there was two things at play. Are you a good team and trying to make the playoffs? And are they a good team? That's one thing you can feel a certain way about it. But right now, you're trying to make the playoffs. We're less concerned about that.
2: Do you just have win. issues? Yes, you do. Could no you style make points. The playoffs? Yeah. By all means, do that.
0: But just win. However, you know, by uh, whatever. Hooker by crook. By Hooker by crook, yeah. When you say that? Is
2: it? Something like that, yeah. Are the crooks and hooks mad at us these days? if we seen that?
0: But at the same time, it's well, Vancouver, who does have, I believe, still more wins than the Flames. Well, not a very good team. And you did beat them, but boy, it was close. And then... You look at the, the games against Anaheim and, and these other... Well, you yeah, win.
2: I don't really have a problem with yeah. the Vancouver, Vancouver one. Anaheim had effort. ugly. And Vancouver's been on a nice roll with Talkit. Um, they got their number one goalie back finally. I really had... To, Sunday was a bad performance. No style points, but they do find a way to come back. You know, all you needed was Lucic and Stone to score in the third to get to so, I told you guys. I said that. <laughs> and it was, you know,
0: you get... Your fourth line, a D man all over the place, scoring goals. Anywho, yeah. help with that. Um, if you really want a pulse of what's going on, mm-hmm. you go to Afterburner. Okay, you go to Afterburner, and to find out what the people, what the what the people are thinking, because he's the common man, he's the everyman, he's Rhett Warner. He played in the National Hockey League, but you know what? He's just like you and me. And uh, here's a little collection of some of the emotions. And reactions from Rhett Warner shortly after the 4-3 defeat. It's
1: on fire. You know what the shittiest thing about it is? I don't even think they were looking past Chicago. No. I think they were just horse shit and tired. If you can't get more than one point against the 32nd place team, you this is what you deserve. Richie was horse shit tonight. Coddrew was brutal. Maybe uh, his worst game to Get rid of flight. him. Now, if that's what you get out of your big offseason signing... That's your what you get in the big games. Done that one in the corner and the uh, the first goal he gave up was ah. That is I've seen my I got a kids hockey. I've seen braver kids. I'm so sick <sighs> of watching the defenseman on a two on one. First of all, don't give up the two on one. Yes, I guarantee you. Every time there's a two on one and the puck goes across. The, in front of the D, and then back, it goes in the net. Do you, do you ever practice a two-on-one? Ever? The fuck goes zip, zip. Oh, geez. I wonder what I'm supposed to do here. The other thing, slow. They'll say, yeah. oh, we're tired. No, you're slow. The coach with the season on the line, yeah. 10 game, ten minutes left in the third, he's just rolling lines. Yeah. Let's roll up. What are you talking about, Daryl? You, if, if you, so... This is my response to that is Daryl can do those things. If you got the guns to do it, if you have the lineup to do it, you can't coach a certain group of players the same way you coach another group of players. Mm-hmm. They're different. Dysfunctional. I'm back to th- okay. dysfunctional. Yeah. That's what we yeah. talked about weeks ago. And that's what
0: this is. It's, and and it's- I just ran out of time.
2: Oh, there's lots putting, more. Putting out of gas. I just no. I, so, I, we had to start the show. I, this is good. <laughs> Rick came in this morning. He's like, I meant to call you last, and I wanted to apologize. I kind of hit a wall late. I'm like, dude, we went 50 <laughs> minutes, and you left it all out there in the first three rounds. Don't worry about it. Like yeah. you were ahead on all the judges' cards. I'm not worried if you slow down yeah. a little on the 12th round. Oh, you no. destroyed it.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what? You're you're he a drag gas. racer. You're not an endurance no, racer. It's market. yes.
0: It's a quarter mile run for you. <laughs> yeah. But, and you 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 ran hot last night he's um, like
2: watching Zdorov in the top four I mean it's like these guys are losers they're in it's only seven games god damn these idiots it's a, it's a ride oh I man. love
0: it fun being a fan yeah and, and back dysfunctional I sat there and we've talked about it and I know you guys talked about it on Afterburner and again if you haven't seen Afterburner you got to it's, we do it after every, every game
2: during the week so that you've got fresh content for your drive to work it's cathartic last night. If sick. you want to lie down on the couch and hear people scream and yell about all the dumb things this organization does, it's a really good one. Yeah. But as I watched that game last night, and you guys
0: talked about it, and we can here too, about who is going to pull you out of this? On this, this team? Who Last night, down by a goal, third period, okay. Who's stepping up right now? Who is it going to be? And you guys talked about how there isn't a captain. And then, yeah, the le- having the letter is one thing, but being a leader is another. It is telling that there isn't a captain on this team for two, three years. And who was going to do it? It was going to maybe be Toffoli because he's been hot. But outside of that, did you have really any faith that somebody was going to grab that game by the balls well, and say, Fucking come with me, guys. I got so, this. Let's go. So, so, here's what I was last night wasn't the game I was
1: going to need that guy to grab hold yeah. of it. It should have been a group affair where we're just we're, we'll outplay the piss out of this AHL team. That's we're going to get the puck, get the face off. It's going in their end and it's not leaving till we score and then we drop it and go do it again. Like the team we're playing against isn't good enough to be on the ice with us or shouldn't be. So, It was tonight's game where I would be looking for that guy
2: to go, all right, big game, Mm -hmm. big moments, need you. Who's doing it? Like if you think about Jerome and his prime – tonight's the night. Oh. That guy makes the play to win a game. He's, you're he's, down one in the 30, ties it. It's a tied game lady in the scores. First. Like, the shift against Vancouver in round one and oh 04, like, your superstar, your future Hall of Famers, your captains, your best players, tonight's night. Last night, all of them match up across from the Chicago roster, and you're better than the guy across from you. Your whole top line's better. Your whole second line's better. All the way through to your backup goalie. You're better at every position, and you got outplayed.
1: But to answer your question, no one. Yeah. You're right. Toffoli, you might say it, but Tofoli to me, is not a captain-type material. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to do, and we appreciate the effort. He's had a great year. Love it. But he, I don't look to him as a captain-type of guy. I just no, don't. and we
2: talked about it last night. Tanev's a leader, but it's like, how does a defensive defenseman grab a game by the horns? It's tougher, right? Yeah. So I just I don't think there's anyone. And, and the guys
1: that you might think... Backlund doesn't rise up. He, Had a tough game he's a, he's a frustrating guy because I've been hard on him his whole career. And then he plays 900 games and he turns into way better a player than I ever imagined. But he still leaves me wanting where it's like last night is a situation where if you want to etch your name in Flames yeah. history,
0: mm-hmm. do
1: it tonight or last yeah. night and go score two. I when th- a team needs you. I think he's been their second best four, but tonight was uh, last
2: night was not a good one for him. But
1: that's yeah. my point about Michael is that he mm-hmm. doesn't ever in those big games. He played great against Edmonton last year. He was probably yeah, the pass. best, yep. best player. Forward. But yep. it's still it's he just it's like he's right there, but he doesn't know how to take it over the top.
2: And I, I, th- I think what you're saying about Backlund, we can say about okay, well, Lindholm could be a captain, Tanev could be a captain, Coddard could be a captain. That's got quiet the second half of the year. Uh, or maybe Backlund could be a captain. All these guys are candidates only because, to our point last night, Dino, you don't have one. You don't have one. Yeah. And you I mean, that's, that's, that's,
0: <laughs> that's the point. That's, it, it, it's how you ended up where you are. And you think about this. This isn't the first big game. And it's part of this whole dysfunctional thing. And you guys talked about it on a very kind of a macro level from ownership from when you came to Calgary, take a look over the course of time. How much success has there been? If Kiprasov doesn't play his balls off in 04, how far does that team go? And that's part of it. You're a goalie. You're on the roster. You're on the payroll. You're part of it. Yeah, and teams but get lucky the in same, transactions, but it's too much. But at think, the same yeah. time, that was... It's not a plan. You didn't get back there the year after or the year after or the year after. It was a anomaly. It was a one-off. Yeah, it was. And... How many times have we sat, not just like not in this room, but either collectively doing a broadcast or just shooting the shit? Who was the good player in this playoff series or in this high pressure moment? And you finally, you you finally come up with maybe one or two. It's Jerome, you know, and nobody in, so. in this round. Maybe Sam Bennett was their best guy. You go to like, uh, maybe Michael Backlund, but you always go to their core guys. And nine, eight, nine times out of ten, it feels like. They, he wasn't very good. He wasn't very good. He wasn't very good. Yep. And you know what? This team could sneak in. We've kind of limped along on this. Well, maybe if you get in, you can make some noise. Like, bullshit. They've, they've had opportunities to, to win big hockey games mm-hmm. and have just absolutely stepped on it every I, single time. See,
2: and so. I, It's just the only reason they'd have a chance at the playoffs is because that's the tournament. It's not because they're good. It's because anyone's goalie yeah. can turn into 940 for two weeks, and that's the sport. But they're not better than any team they'd line up against. No, and, and, not, and right? I'm, I, I
0: hear you, and I, there's no way to predict it. No one yeah. saw Montreal doing what they did. Totally. I, I can sit here and confidently, without any, uh, any ability to prove it to yeah. you, this team's not going to do yeah, that. Yeah,
1: just like they, we felt about Montreal. Wa- watch they're them rocking. last night when you say that they're obviously better than the Hawks. The Hawks are 30 seconds tied now cuz the flames screwed them they over fucked and gave them last two. night. Yeah. three-way tie but for last the flames didn't have more speed than the hawks no they are slowish they are so slow compared to other teams in the NHL and and there's no change from the top line down to the bottom line what's more dynamic about the top line than the bottom line no <laughs> it's yeah. they're they're a group of players that go oh, okay
0: Last year, the other teams would look at the top line and say, "Oh shit, if we can if we can shut down that line, well, then we got a chance." Now it's, I don't know that we need to focus on anybody because yeah. it's they all st- there. There's no goal. Toffoli's, I guess, the only guy, but really, mm-hmm. Tafoli on a put Tafoli on any of the other what we consider to be elite to very good teams. He's a nice secondary AHL. piece, right? He's a very much a secondary piece, right? Like he's a second he's a great- third line guy, and he's great to have, and all of that, but.
2: Look, you could put driver. him on McDavid's wing. He can be a top line guy. But the point being is, your scoring winger on your in your top six can't be your best guy. You need your centers. You need you know a captain type. You need something that looks like a superstar. That's what they were supposed to be getting in Huberto. Uh, like down the middle was supposed to be the strength of this team. You were yeah. so-
1: Pumped about the centerman down the middle,
2: and like their best center has been their third line center and backlit. Cadres had a miserable second half. Cadres had a terrible second half, and you know what? And Lindholm's been just okay, like not bad, but not, certainly not not, not like, noticeable enough. No, and to to be fair, there were a lot of people saying this is the captain. I think he's proved he isn't.
0: When you because you talk about Cadre and he signed the the deal and all of that, you go back to the off season, and it wasn't necessarily. Adding Nazem Kadri, it was what's our depth down the middle going yeah. to be? Yeah. It's going to put Backlund in a position to be that third line guy when you can go Lindholm, Kadri, Backlund, and then whatever it. It's
2: that
1: sounds awesome. It still if they're sounds playing awesome.
2: well. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: sounds wicked. You look at it, you go yes, that is a
2: solid solid group of centers. And you add that to a decor that could have included Shillington. And you looked at the guy that was second in Vesna votes last year. And you're like, this is a team that is built to play in division against McDavid. You're deep down the middle. You got a really good blue line. You get good goaltending. The problem is the two centers. One's been okay. One's been shitty. Your third guy has been your best center. The fourth line center should be in the rafters half the time, but the coach is in love with them. You're not getting any speed or skill there. It's plumbersville instead of seeing some kids. Your blue line's been hurt with injury. You haven't got a single game from Shillington. It was a slow start for Mackenzie Wieger, and your goaltending's been shitty. And five on five, you have bottom 10 goaltending. All your strengths weren't. And you lost
0: two 100-point guys. You thought you replaced them with at least one.
2: Yeah. And he got you 50. Gross. And, and even, like, back, circling back to your point about the playoffs and, and big money performers, as good as that top line was, all those guys have had bad playoffs. And that, like, because that was the original point. And Geo his his had bad playoffs.
0: playoffs. Like, when do you, when do you remember being like that?
2: Guy's got like he's got. I balls thought Matthew Kachuk had an awful postseason last year. The one game he lit it up was a nine-six exhibition field game one against the Battle of Ob- against Edmonton, the Battle of Alberta. Ob- that was it. I, I thought like we we he talked hasn't about had it. you like, good playoff. Why games is ever. he no? Why is he trying to fight Klimberg? Like why? Like. Focus on your game. Like, he was distracted. He was not focused. He didn't play that well. He suddenly looked slow. We're wondering if he's hurt. And we talked about it at the time. I remember being excited. That was the one
0: guy. You thought he was made for it. You are... Here it is. This is your wheelhouse. You've... All year, you have to have just been waiting. Get me into those playoff Mm -hmm. games. And I think he got hurt, right? I think Ben concussed him. And he got into the
2: fight with Klingberg. And he cut his hand up and all of that. But still, it was... Got hurt in Edmonton in the bubble. It's been a lot of lackluster. Lindholm's had very meh post-seasons. Johnny's track record is, you know, kind of plays to the reputation of a smaller, skilled forward that doesn't like contact, but he did have come up with a big goal against Dallas, credit that. But the whole roster and the core we've talked about for six, seven years that's now almost fully turned over, all of them flopped in the postseason. season Gio was fucking awful in the and postseason you made a when point, he was
0: there. You made a point last night, and I think it's... I think it's real legit. And you kind of, you touched on it there that they're slow. We've sat in here and we've talked over the course of this year about, have you seen how many come from behind wins there are? Mm-hmm. The flames did it and it was 139th battle back from a multi-goal deficit. Yesterday we showed the, uh, the tweet from Pierre Lebrun that you're going to have six or however it have over a hundred point players and all that. And you said it last night and I think it's bang on whether we know it or realize it, and maybe we do, maybe I'm just out, the game has changed. Oh, it's... The game, there you see it there. 6.37 total goals per game, highest since 93-94, 12 players on pace to hit the 100-point mark. Jamie Ben won with 87 points. The game has changed. It's young, it's fast, it's offense-first, and then when you look at this Flames team, you are crafted incorrectly for hockey in 2023. And I, and <laughs> go ahead, Pinder, if you will. I
2: think it's the coach that doesn't fit this. No, I no. don't know that this roster isn't built that way because I think the GM wanted to see Matthew Phillips and Pelche and some young guys that have some speed. I don't think the coach has yes, any He's rolled no, out no, Lewis maybe, 70 times this year. Uh, maybe, but
1: the GM still had all those guys signed. Right, like Lewis and Lucic and, and whoever else. Right, like you may think that yeah, we should. Well, Lutic they're stuck with, but yeah, Phelps more time or and, and played. Uh, oh my gosh, Belche
2: Belche more,
1: but they aren't fast. No, but they those guys fast. are
2: faster than the guys they'd like replace. Even if they Huberto, can, right?
1: Michael Backlund can be fast, mm-hmm. but he doesn't play fast all the time. You, I was watching last night because I think one of the big indicators for me, the teams that are desperate to win and are are dialed in, is back-checking. Yeah, like, yeah. Odd Man rushes on Lazy-ass oh, yeah. back-checking. Yeah. They aren't moving all the time. They're standing still. So you're either out of shape or you're slow. Or you don't and care. Is, yeah. Or Yeah, or you don't care. And if you don't care, that's your fault. Yep. That's not the coach's fault. You might be mad at the coach, but you're playing for the guys in the room. So I don't buy that, oh, I'm pissed off at the coach, so I'm going to go play slow and not play hard. I agree. Well, screw you. I don't want you on my team then. Because all you're caring about is yourself at that point. You have a group of guys in the dressing room that should want to win, that want the opportunity to win a Stanley Cup, and you don't get it forever. You don't get that chance forever. And you're supposed to be competitive if you're pissed off about the coach and you don't like how he operates things and you, and you can't play the
0: game for your teammates, you're a shitty teammate, hit the road. Another thing I thought of last night is I watched, and it's been that way for a while now, with Nazem Kadri We went to a preseason game with Johnny Winwick and ATB. They were playing the Seattle yeah.
2: Kraken. Marty Jones and that.
0: That was, our first, that was my first chance to see Kadri as a flame. And I was, his tank was full every shift he was out digging you don't need to be trying this hard you don't need to be going at it as hard as you are right you're now like this guy but wow. he was all over he was a dog on a bone yeah. in a preseason game and then the season started it's like this guy is he's he's the pace setter he's he and Dubay
2: and Dube started as a line at the beginning of the year and that was their best line and it's like oh huber will start clicking later give him some time but that was a great trio and you're like wow that was like, maybe Nazem will have the C by Christmas. He looks so <laughs> disinterested
0: right now. It honestly, I'm not trying to call it, be a shock jock. He looks like he's trying to play himself out of town. Yes. Well,
2: and, and I'll or take get, it.: Or step, get the coach right. fired, yeah,
0: or, or he looks like he's trying to make a point with his indifference. I can,
2: here's a
1: if you want to find out who Nazem Qadri is, go back and watch after they win the Stanley Cup in Colorado last year, watch the interview between Kale McCarr and Scott Oak, I think it was, and then watch the interview between Nazem Kadri and Scott Oak.
2: Like David Amber, but yeah. Well, whoever yeah. was, I don't
1: yeah. know who was running it. Yeah. Just watch him.
2: Yeah, he says, for all the people who said you can't win with Nazem Kadri, stick it up your ass, something along those lines. So yeah. what was it about? It was about him. And I, I get that Always some guys been. need to be me against the world, but it's a lot, and it's been selfish play. And, and this is where I want to so what, talk about yeah, it.
0: So like what's, what's your read on it? It's... Well, my
2: read is interesting that there's a couple things happening here. First off, it's been reported by people in the know that Kadri has been the vocal guy on behalf of this room to deal with Daryl. It's clearly this between the coach and Kadri, probably more than any other player in terms of back and forth. There's guys that might hate him more, but Kadri's the guy that's actually going to go in his room and talk to that guy. And when I see that effort last night and how good he can be when he's on, it looks like he's trying to get the coach fired. Because I'm sorry, you signed seven years, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> like, right. when, if you're going to play like that, you're going nowhere. If you want to get traded, play well and they can actually move you. Well, that's good it looks for him because like he's, trying he's to get got the coach a fired. The Cup, so it doesn't matter to him again. Well, we, I'm not going to say what matters to him. I'm not getting between his ears. But it looked like a guy that didn't want to try last night. The, the goal that everyone's moaning about, the second one, Chicago's up 2-1. He makes an incredibly lazy, shitty play at the Chicago blue line before he makes an incredibly lazy, shitty play behind his own goal line. It's two. And then the next goal's on him. And Sutter keeps playing him. And I keep thinking, what is this dynamic here? If that was Pelche in an 8-2 loss, he's sitting for a month. What the fuck is happening here? What do you stand for, Daryl? You know this guy has been MFing you, and he's playing like shit, and you won't even staple him. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, so Nazem Kadri, you sign here. You don't get along with the coach. Maybe you're trying to run him out of town. Like, I just, how can you at the all-star break, sit down with Frank Saravalli and say, if we play as a team, we'll get in the playoffs. Who's been the most selfish player in the second half? The guy that said we need to play as a team. Yeah. I, I can't figure it out. He Selfish in his lack of effort. It it does. It it looks like
0: he's playing with some sort and maybe he's hurt, maybe there's other stuff going on so it's prob maybe it's unfair, but it looks as though he's playing with some sort of agenda to take his foot off the gas to make some sort of a point. And if it if you're a fan and you were infuriated last night or you've been frustrated wondering what the dude what are the guys in the room thinking? You That's... give up a goal, you sit down on the bench and you watch the JumboTron, okay, what the hell happened? Oh fuck. Twice. Holy fuck. Yeah, that wasn't even... He's playing shuffleboard behind the net. It, um, it was it, it, After he turns it over at
1: the other end. He better have a flight booked because if he's walking around town here, people are going to freak
0: the F out when the season's over. And you're not
2: playing yourself out of town. Nobody wants that. And it, I this know, is the kind of shit you don't trade for.
0: I mean, he he can be whatever he... I just thought that this guy was a competitor because you go back to Toronto and the, the fans were all over him because he was getting suspended and that... He was kind of defending teammates. He was playing hard. Like he was hitting guy, He was playing hard. This is not that at all. He is mm-hmm. playing as though he has no interest in being a Calgary Flamer playing right now. And I, so that's why I wonder, is there, I, I bet he is, is unhappy with the coach. I bet there's a lot of guys that are unhappy with the yep. coach. But it's just at what point does your professional pride kick in and, and, and just say, I can't,
2: I'm better than this. I have a guess. When the coach changes, as selfish as that is, but th-
1: that's the sad.
2: You, you. I'm not saying you're wrong. Even it's just, I. I just, it's disappointing
1: to me that I, I, can't cheer for the guy. Then to torpedo an entire room, yeah, an entire season, to screw
2: your you like teammates coach. out of an opportunity to play in the playoffs. Well, I'm not that, saying it's a good move. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a coaching change, and he looks like Nazem of last year.
0: I just can't imagine anybody being that selfish in pro I sports.
2: Can. Win
1: a Stanley Cup, and it's
0: all about Nazem.
2: <sighs> Well, and, and I, th- I think if you take a longer view, and I don't want to defend him, but I just think Nazem and some of the other guys that are here for a long-ass time might be thinking, we need to get this guy out so we can build something that works. This ain't working. And I don't think that means he's not trying, but it just I'm, you're missing the pit bull that you saw in a preseason game, which is wild, because that's when you really can fucking not try. So I just thought, you, th- you think too, back when Hartley
0: was here, those guys hated Hartley. But they played together and I don't made think the playoffs. They liked and won
2: right, like they. they and then, so, and Daryl did some things last night that were weird. So he, he's asked about star players within the last couple of weeks, and he says the only carrot I have is ice time. No, so I, what did I, you do with Nazem? I, you I, kept fucking rolling over. Okay, it. so let's switch Jesus. the conversation.
1: I think Daryl's throwing his hands up.
2: I agree. I think that's I think why he's he is lots playing of the that fourth line
1: just consistently. He's going, I don't give a shit. None of you are actually trying, so what difference does it make? Yeah. Like if you're saying what message am I sending by giving yeah. the first line more ice time? You guys have been horseshit. So that that's so I'm gonna reward you with more? And he's not wrong. But to me that's throwing in the towel. So he, <laughs> dysfunctional yeah it You've is We've got numerous
2: people throwing in the towel and so the problem is what you said two weeks ago which is when there's this much dysfunction it's really hard to scout a game and have rational conclusions because there's some fucked up shit we don't know what's happening like if you watch these last 15 games it's really tough to identify what's real and what's drama and what's an actual player's best effort and it's the nature of exactly what you said, dysfunction. If the coach is throwing his hands up and he's like he pulled the, the goalie with three minutes left. Was, all year he's been pulling it with like a minute, a minute and a half. It's like, are you abandoning your philosophies? Are you now trying harder? Are you quitting on what you believe in? Do you have doubt in your philosophies? Like Daryl was not even himself in a lot of decisions. So I had
0: say. I had that in my notes to bring up. The, Where was the this pulling up the goalie? But it just, it just got to the point it was like it's, it feels like a small part of the real, real big story, but 333 or whatever it was left mm-hmm. to go and you're pulling your
2: goalie. And we were asking for this. Like they had ozone possession in a game they were down one in the third period with three minutes left, and they wouldn't pull. So like, Daryl, what do you stand for here? Or are you just as flippy floppy as everyone else? Like, he's usually stubborn and sticking to his guns, but he didn't. He didn't bench ice time from Cogger. He didn't stick to his goalie pull philosophy. He didn't acknowledge the only human in, in Western Canada that didn't acknowledge, Markstrom's fucking exhausted here. It's yeah. a spot for your backup. Daryl's fucking had a shitty week or two, well, season. I'm sorry. Six weeks on the second line for Milan
0: Lucic? And I wonder at the same time, is it, is it kind of a spiteful thing where for Kadri, if you're going to go out and play at 60% or 50%, I'm, I'm going to keep trotting
1: you out there for the to world Pender to see I said, I'd play him every other shift. You, out it. you go. Yeah, and going. so
2: again, is that selfish? And is that bigger than winning? It is. It's it's horrible. It's just like saying, Caudry's not trying. Yes. The
0: coach ain't trying either. And it's the the overarching point, I think, that we've all had in here is that there's, at your, your point, there's blood on a lot of people's hands. Everybody, oh, your heart, it's, it's Sutter. Yeah, it's not just the coach. It's the players. But it's not just the players. It's the coach. And it's not just that. The management decisions, all of that. Owner. It has all come yeah. together in a big just cesspool of failure for a team that should be so much better, mm-hmm. regardless of what you think of them today because they're going to miss the playoffs from all appearances. To a man, they're better than this. Well, even the guys that we... Mangiapane. He should be better. You should be better. He, a lot of guys he, he be might
1: better. not be a 35-goal guy, but he should be noticeable gotta to get to 20 come on you, you're not yeah but, and, and even the goal total get noticeable you're mm. supposed to be a little pit bull too has he pissed off anyone this year
2: that, Has said so he's got been a any, nice little bounce lately but it's not enough it's, oh. it, it, a 20 game stretch ain't it it's got to be every night he had a tough first time. he was, was one really of their tough. most
0: important guys on a nightly basis last
2: year for sure right that good start they had on the road they were fantastic he was a machine on the road last year And so here we are, and this is a tough spot for an organization. you got an owner that hates paying two people to do one job, i.e. a coach that's not there and a coach that is there. you got a GM without a contract. you got a group of of players that's quite talented on paper. You have what feels like a mutiny in that locker room against the coach. And, like, how do you solve it? Who makes the decision? The GM that's contracts up at the end of June or the owner that continually has short-term vision not long? Like, it ain't pretty here
1: and my and my question to you two would be if Kadri is that kind of guy is he doing it for the team do you like what i'm saying is for next year mm-hmm. this group comes back together what i'm trying to put myself in that room and i'm watching and i'm part of the team and i'm going okay what's my feelings towards that guy right because you have to create cohesiveness mm-hmm. in that dressing room. If I'm pissed off at Kadri and I can see he ain't playing hard and he's supposed to be one of our top guns, even if he is mad at the coach, I'm still going to have an opinion on what I, you know, how yeah. I feel about this guy and whether I want to go to war with him. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? He didn't want to go to war with me. Do
2: or, I trust? Yeah.
1: He's got... And I could... It could be that they're all feeling the same. I was going to say, is it, but is it mutiny? What, I yeah. don't know. Like, it's. Are you willing to, whoever's GMing this team, are you willing to go back into next year, even if you change the coach, with this group of guys that hasn't ever stepped up?
2: Well, there has to be change. Like they're over the cap. So there's going to be moves. The questions are, what moves are they? Do you try to sell high on to Foley? Do you move a defenseman? Do you say Lindholm's not going to extend, let's get as many assets as we can? Um, because they, they just can't return with everyone. It's financially impossible. If the cap goes up a million, they're already over, and they've got empty roster spots they have to fill. I would have a hard
0: time. Even if I was on team, We need the, the coach needs to go. At some point, you sit down before last night's game and think, well, with a win here. We're in a spot. To- and, yeah, maybe if we make the playoffs or if we win or whatever, then it, it looks good on the coach, but – as a group, can we put our collective voices together and go into a GM or an owner's office and, yes. and as a group, say, "Here's here is where we're at." Mm-hmm. Don't torpedo the season. We're, we we've we've played seventy some odd games. Let's try and get in here. Let's play our balls off, and at the end of the season, whenever that is, we'll come together as a group and let it be known. I think the exit coach. interviews would be very. But tough. I just can't. I would just have a really hard time. Being a flame last night, watching
2: that—that's—that's that's unacceptable in preseason. Well, and we've seen seven or eight of them. Sorry, it's three against Chicago now. There's one against Anaheim. There's one against Arizona. There's one kind of against Philly. There's one against Columbus. Like that wasn't new. What was new is that we started to believe that this group was different because they won four in a row, and because they finally came back after 40, and because the stakes were higher. But it was the same team we watched all year that played last night.
1: What was new also was that you expected guys like well, it's not new, but you I I I'm I'm stunned because I just felt like the natural instinct as a professional hockey player is your compete level, mm-hmm. and you can see the opportunity ahead of you,
2: and you don't show up. I, I'm floored by it. Bad time for his worst game. Floored by it. Was it the LA game? The other one where we we did after Bernie, you and I, you know, I think it was like the last two weeks and you're like, oof, that was the worst game. Uh, There's competition now. And it started a a number of weeks ago where I just remember talking with you about it. I
0: I didn't realize that Codry was maybe that careless or reckless with the puck. He turns the puck over a lot, tries to do a little bit too much on his own, too much individual type stuff. And, You know, some of that you can kind of forgive if you're in a tight game. You want you're a leader. You want to try and do it yourself and lead this team to victory. But when it keeps happening over and over, now it just looks like you're careless with the puck, and then you've gotten to this to this point. Um, Are you at all interested in
1: tonight's performances? No, I mean I don't give a shit. uh, That's kind of like
2: back to I don't give a shit. I just think like we know who they are, and this is what you said earlier. We know who they are. The question is, can you get in? And their chances are so slim right now. You have to win tonight and get a shitload of help. But it, if they went tonight, it doesn't change any you know, of the dysfunction we've talked yeah, about for the last three months. Change your
1: opinion on what these guys are. No, if they think... go out and have one hell of an effort tonight, like if Codra goes and plays like he did in the playoffs last year, are you going, oh, okay, well this is okay now. Well,
2: it'd be nice to see, but I don't know that it doesn't mean you still have issues with owner, management, coach in the locker room, and the cap. Like, you thought, all those things are still there, right? I guess I shouldn't say I don't give a shit. I, I, what it is, is is I'm, I'm
0: no closer to being a believer in any of it. It's the jilted lover it's the, thing. It's the jilted lover, it's lucy pulling the fucking football again yeah. i I, and I feel the same way here as i did with that anaheim loss after the mm-hmm. stars and wild win it's phoenix fool me once fool me twice three times four times this and you talk about the change coming i wouldn't be surprised if if daryl's just done with it i wouldn't be surprised if true living regardless it has, it, i'm just leaving it's that's it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they might offer him a contract because that yeah, it's out. just with with the way things are here in in this with the ownership and how it works here. He's been here long enough to know done it's
2: done. It's written
0: in like it's how the franchise works. The marching orders are written in stone. So it, it'll be a good job for somebody else to do well, if it, he just moves on. It seems Honest like a bad God. job for everyone that shows up. So I, yeah, I it, you, you don't wish don't even it was know different. Where
1: to point the pit, point a finger, right? Like you'd. Because you can go all around that organization. Well, keep going up, That's all usually the way it, around that organization.
2: Good, good culture and good process starts at the top. The people you collect are is reflected by what the person at the top wants. How you treat people, set at the top. Everything set at the top. You run an organization. You own an organization. Here's how we treat people. That's all at the top.
0: And you know, I sit here and I don't. I've met him a few
2: times. I don't know Murray,
0: right? I don't know. But I do think when I feel like when the marching orders are to make the playoffs, I don't think it's to get a worse draft pick or to you know what I mean? Like I I think at a certain point his heart is in the right place. I'm the the checkbook is open. We want to make the playoffs and I want I want playoff games, I want people in the seats, you want, you want playoff, all of that.
1: Wait, okay, here's the question I put to you though. And, and again, I don't Mr Edwards at all. Met him, talked to him, but yeah. it's not like we're friends. Does he want to make the playoffs? Because it's a, it's we got a chance at winning, or does he want to make the playoffs? Because it's good business. It's good. That's business. Good bottom line thing to do. Right? Do you, oh, if, if the mandate is to make the playoffs, sure, you can respect that, and it gives the ch- fans a chance. And you always have that outside. You get in the playoffs. Anything can happen. And half the teams don't make it, and that sucks. Only half do. So the trend they're on every other year kind of goes. But are you trying to build a team to win or make the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I agree. It's half the league gets in. Getting in is it's something that if you view yourself as better than half the league, you should do all the time. Because and I think the owner feels that way. But the problem is I don't think he wants to be a top like a 90 to 100 percentile team. Like, we want to build the best organization on earth. Well, okay, then you got to think longer than making the playoffs every year. Who are the te- top teams for... They've all picked high. Toronto has Austin Matthews. The Lightning have Victor Hedman and Steven Stamkos. The Lightning both top built that team. Toronto yeah. has been built... Yes, Edmonton, Edmonton had four first, first overalls in seven years, and yes, some were swings and misses, but they got a generational talent. There Avalanche, are not contenders that don't pick high. Chicago Avalanche had McCarr built. and McKinnon in the top. Colorado, Colorado Skog, was built. Like and Landeskog's a high pick. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, you can look longer term, and this fan base is smart enough, they won't abandon you if you show them a bit of a plan. No. This isn't like trying to sell losing hockey in Miami.
1: Yeah, if, you are not going to have 5,000 people
2: in the building no. ever. Like, show them a plan. And then the the one thing I wonder about, because Murray, for people that interact with him in his other spaces, oil and gas, et cetera, very bottom line focused. And as a business person, you respect that. Because that's what you're in business for. You're not there for friends. You're there to make money. He's very good at it. He's an insanely wealthy man. I think... With a new rink on the horizon, and look, nothing's done, but all the comments we've heard out of City Hall, from the Flames, and from the provincial government has been incredibly positive. Things are all coming together. I wouldn't be surprised at all if we have an announcement by the summer about things getting back underway. If you put a date on the calendar, does he change his approach a bit? Because I tell you what you don't want to open a new building with, a shitty fucking hockey team.
1: But I don't think they ever think they're going to have a shitty hockey team. I think they're going to meet middling. Um,
2: I, Honestly, I think Fender, this has probably been an eye-opening year. I think you're right. Like History has been different, but the only variable that changes in my scenario is we need to be good in 2027, let's say. Okay, well, maybe I will accept a couple steps back to make the big leap forward. But again, we're, we, no one knows. The guy doesn't say anything. The city was going to cut him a check for $300 million. He didn't even show up for the ribbon cutting. Like We never hear from the fucking owner. <laughs> it's okay. fucking $300 million of public money. For your profit factory, you're wealthier than any other person in this city. You could fart out an arena if you wanted to a decade ago. We're giving you the money. You couldn't even show up and say hi. And I get there's politics and you don't like the mayor. And look, there's been a lot of dysfunction at City Hall. But like, that's how little we know about this guy. He says nothing publicly. And I think that hurts this team. And what you're missing is a Ken King or a Brian Burke. Yeah, because there's nobody always, that's the face of this team Ken, that can stand up Ken, and drum up any sort of you know civic. Oh, I know that guy; he's the Flames.
1: Yeah, Ken was a great presenter of Flames. Right, like yes. he, he 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 got the word out on what was going on. He was able to to give people updates. You trusted, whether you liked what he was saying or not is irrelevant, but yeah. he was out there promoting and telling you, this is how we're going to do things. This is what we're about. He was the, know what the mouth of the out.
2: organization, right? He was yeah. the face because the owner doesn't want to be, and he doesn't have to be. But the problem is it feels rudderless. We don't know how decisions are made.
1: And, well, the other thing is they're not going to tell you shit anyway.
2: Ken, Ken did, and Brian Burke could give you Ken a little bit. Ken yeah. was
1: good because Ken was bold enough and had enough backbone to go, I'll stand by my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: This is yeah. this
1: is what we're doing.
2: And I didn't agree with Ken all the time, but no. Ken did his job. He was acting on behalf of that owner and that organization. He did a really good job of doing that, and people knew where the organization stood on all the issues. It is is. It isn't a component that's missing for sure.
0: Because I don't, I don't know, in the NFL, do you hear from the owners all the time? Some of them you do. Obviously, Jerry, Jerry Jones Jerry, already. Jerry you do, down. and Kraft you see every once in a while. But, and those guys are all in it as a business. They're also fans, but they're in it for a business, and they don't all win. But it's since Ken is gone and Burke isn't here, but certainly with Ken because he was, one of the, he was out in the public. And, and again, think what you, whatever your opinions were of Ken, he was, he was out there. He was at golf tournaments and luncheons and speaking engagements, and he was a Calgary Flame through and through. He was
1: promoting it and selling it, and he wanted you to get on board, all loved,
0: of us to be on board. Loved the brand. Yep, yep. and
1: it was the If, brand, if, right
0: if right we now. ever had, you know, an issue or he took issue with us or whatever, I remember I I sat with him one time. He called, he called me in, and his whole his whole kind of message to me was. Who's the, who's the best play-by-play guy in the world? And what's the best rink in the world? And what's the best, what, what are some of the best? Why can't we have that? If we think of anything less than having the best rink, the best player, the best broadcasters, the best people, then we're not doing our job. His, his, and it was, it was true to his heart. He wanted the best possible and why wouldn't we in Calgary think we should have the very best? And that's why he rubbed some people the wrong way. He didn't want to settle. Remember when the flood hit the, the dome? No one thought that thing was going to get, get No, done. no. We're going to do yeah. it. And somehow it came through. And I, I'm sure there's some backstory there too. But I, I don't know uh, if Murray Edwards is doing a, a biweekly weekly I think Murray... Press gets, conference.
1: I don't know if it changes I, I, anything. Well, but you
0: don't want a meddling owner. But I, the, here's the thing. I don't
1: know that he's meddling, but I think he's involved. Yeah, he is for sure. Right? And he doesn't... So it's odd because he doesn't say anything publicly, which is his prerogative, do what you want. But you don't hear from Bean about anything business-related either or long-term plan. But you then you hear, okay, so he doesn't talk publicly, whatever. But then you hear he's involved in everything. Every decision that is made, he's part of. Yeah, we've all heard. Is he meddling? I don't know if he's meddling. Like it's it's a confusing, and maybe that's part of it. It seems a bit dysfunctional.
2: It is, and we've all heard whether it was this GM or the ones before of instances that a deal is done and we are waiting on owner approval. I wonder why
0: John Bean isn't more front-facing. I don't know if that's who he is. I don't know a lot of what John means. That's probably part of the problem. Right? What I know of John is he's a very, very nice well-liked, very nice gentleman. I think he'd be a he'd be a very good guy to have out there as the face.
2: And if I'm correct, I think he sort of comes more from the financial background, yeah. whereas Ken has been that sort of face of organizations, be that in the newspaper business. John hasn't ever really been that. I don't know if that's... Who he is?
1: No, and and one of the knocks in the organization with Ken was that he wanted to be a hockey guy too, right? Like yeah. he wanted to be his opinion to be heard on it, and 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 what makes you a hockey guy and what doesn't? I don't I, I don't know if you've watched eight thousand NHL games front and center, probably you're a hockey guy, right? Like yeah. whether you played or not, yeah, you're going to see things differently. But all of us being Canadians feel like we're hockey people. The whole market so, does, yeah. it, but he was a media personality and, and, and he knew how to get the word out and, and have a presence
2: and that's where he came from right a yes. newspaper guy he understood Whereas how John the media is yeah.
1: totally finance driven yeah. he doesn't have the history of public speaking and engagement that Pro- Ken did and maybe he doesn't want to do it Well but and I, to be I, fair, like they, they put him in that spot that's what know, they want yeah and the I owner don't wants what, that guy there I don't know what message John's going to give me that's going to make me feel better about any of. Uh, I mean, you can come out and say, we got a plan? Okay, well. What is it? What is it? Because the one you've, we've had for
2: you know the what, last 30.
0: We kind of chastise teams for sending out letters and doing that whole public declaration. They might decoration. need one
2: this year. I, I might sometimes. When New York you, get it
0: right. You bring it up, man. We haven't heard it. Maybe it's not his job, but we have not heard anything from above Brad Treliving and just hockey stuff. I don't hear in anything In three.
2: And remember when the Bill Peters stuff went down, you're like, God, do they miss Berkey? It looked like you're living aged five years in a month there. And it was like, why is a GM have to be the public facing piece on this? This is clearly legal, organizational contract. Like, I'm sorry, that was a complete waste of, you know, your resources. resources, this guy, it's like training camp or early season. It's early season. It was like in the first 10 games and he, he should be trying to, okay, like what are we doing with the coaching staff? You know, how do I pivot? Like he shouldn't have to be doing legal wrangling with Bill Peters people. Like, Jeez, like they needed that. They missed Berkey when he was gone. It was funny because we always joke, that's a cushy gig around. Berkey goes and shakes hands and tells stories and everyone loves him. And, you know, you're in the sweets and you made a ton of dough. And if the team's not good, it's the GM's fault. And if the team's great, you're soaking it up. Like, what a gig. But that was an event where you needed someone. And, and they haven't what? had one since. No,
0: they haven't. And he would probably, if he hears this or sees this, he'd be like, uh, guys, you're not doing me any favors. But we've said it more than once. And I believe it, as I think we all do, how great it would be to have a Lanny McDonald as the face of your franchise, forward-facing, speaking to the fans, to the the business sector of your city. Mm 100%. And not just because he's a nice guy and beloved. I think he, he is well, a hockey guy. He has he roots but in be, business.
1: But I believe he will give you honesty as I well. Do too. And I Integrity. in what he was going to tell me. Yeah,
2: it 100%. doesn't always.
1: It doesn't have to be. We sit in here where we he can be as negative as we want. We don't work for the team, so we're not obliged to pump their tires. But if Lanny McDonald's working for the Calgary Flames and he comes out and says something publicly. I'm not going to go. Mm, that's just Lanny talking nice. Cause no, old.
2: I believe what Lanny McDonald would tell me. That carries weight. You're hundred percent. He's a Order of Canada Hall of Famer, Calgarian through and through. And- philanthropist, successful businessman, you see him at every charitable event. This is a top shelf think, human.
1: And I think he's going to give you honesty. He he's going to have a better more positive way of saying it than I'm last night me on afterburner, but it's going to be an honest and not sugar coated BS answer. Yeah. This is what I think he could say it the right
2: way. You feel good about it, and you trust what he's telling you. And so the challenge is, I think everyone, if you ask, say that's a good idea. The organization has it if they want it. They clearly don't. Like, the owner, for whatever reason, doesn't want that, or he'd have it. But like he's you been say, here for I, fucking two decades. He's I applied for there, jobs. I, I forget who I was talking to. It feels to. different now. It does.
0: There's four Hope games so. left here. By, by a week today well, is the final regular season game. That's right. That Thursday morning, when their season's over... The hockey stuff is done. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, we're fascinated. I can't wait to see what this offseason is going to be. It's, it's going to be maybe a dreary few games here, kind of a, uh, what could have been kind of a week. Yeah. But then it's
2: okay. What now? So I, I was looking at the calendar and chatting with some beat writers about this you play Wednesday, the entire league minus you and one other team don't play Thursday, Nashville plays Thursday and Friday. You're probably nearly dead after Wednesday's result and maybe you're waiting on a Thursday or a Thursday and Friday miracle. You clear out your lockers, you do your exit meetings. By Friday, the players are gone. You make a decision on the coach after your exit meetings. Your GM, is he allowed to make that decision? I mean, by next weekend, the wheels of change are in motion.
0: Pot- potentially,
2: yeah. Like there's it would, whether it's we yeah. see it publicly or it's only behind the scenes. The self audit is well underway by next Friday, when you know there's teams playing that night.
1: And, uh, which is all fine and good. Who's running the audit?
2: That's the one thing we keep asking: yeah. Is it a lame duck GM that's going to make a decision on the coach? <laughs> and there, again, I don't know
0: <laughs> who relays that message. Ordinarily, it would be Ken. Or it would have been Burke. It would have been so... And then it's true living after that. But so your doesn't GM have doesn't have... You know, he's lame duck or he, his contract expires and we know that the coach has, a, has an extension, but who's holding the State of the Union address for the franchise? The GM who has... <laughs> Weeks, <laughs> weeks it expired left on butter? his contract?
1: Well, or the president who doesn't speak ever publicly about these. The yeah, yeah he speaks on that.
2: business stuff, not the hockey team. Yeah, yeah. Or, or- And
1: it might fall into his shoulders, but I, it's, it's not a shot. But because I've heard so little from him, I want, if he's going to do it, I hope you've got something good planned because I want, it's going to come across awkward. I don't because know what to, expect, know yeah. what
2: to think yeah. when, when you start talking. And honestly, like, if Craig Conroy steps to the podium the next month, that'll show some cards. Like, I don't know. That's a problem. Like I said it last we don't week know. or whatever.
0: I just can't imagine that if, if Living isn't brought back or doesn't want to come back, I can't imagine it's anybody but I Craig. think it's
1: different. Oh, I think it all plays out differently. I said, it. if, if, if Trey's gone, that's one thing. And if, is Daryl going too? Because if Daryl's not going, then he's going to want someone that he likes to work with. He's still yes. going to have a say in that, and if and I, I'm sure he likes Craig and all this, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's if Craig is Daryl's first choice. And if Daryl's still here, he's clearly has some clout, and he's going to yeah. have say on who's. And-
2: will want a couple of things. Someone that thinks and wants to work the same way as he does, but also someone where Some he can exercise. You power. said that name last week, Bob Murray. You said Bob Murray's name, and I'll tell you what. She's wouldn't like, be out of left field. I don't like it, but
0: well, who was he with in L.A. too? Uh, Google Lombardi. You know, Google hey, what yeah. was said from staff on the way and out. people on the yeah. way out. Yeah, of why, Bob and- Murray's tenure in Anaheim, he was loathed. By people in that building and in that room. He treated people terribly. So does that sound similar or
2: dissimilar (laughs) than what you hear about Daryl? It's, listen, I... Similar. Sorry.
1: (laughs) The funny thing, it's not just Daryl. You had a bunch of coaches come through here that... (laughs) Bob Hartley as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Bill Peters clearly in prior stops didn't treat people well. Um, I can't speak to here, but Mm. like, it's, it's, uh, I, you, if Daryl remains here, I don't think, it's just deck chairs. Him with this group doesn't work. If Daryl and him remain, with a a so green management team, that ain't gonna work out. Here's
1: the then here's the message: they better be considering down. And we're playing the what if game. Yeah, Tree might be back, and Daryl might be gone, or Daryl might. Yeah. If Daryl's back, you have to make changes in the room, and who the is going to be able to do that?
0: Well, who's your GM? Like it's, well, that's my point. If you're the GM, how are you making the moves well, in so the room that need to bring Steve,
2: happen. R, the greatest GM of all time. What are you going to do yeah, with that room? And, and so where I'm going with it is that that GM will have all the exit interviews and then we'll have to say, hey, it's the last year of your deal. We'd love to talk extension. What are you thinking? And it's like, I ain't here if he's here. They're going to get a lot of and nice. I, I think you're right. On, if you're changing GMs.
1: It's before the exit interview, I, in my opinion. So next week? Because if, I'm, if, if, if Tree is not coming back, mm-hmm. I don't want him hearing the players out, right? like mm-hmm. I, Walk me through that a bit more. Well, so, so Tree's going to do exit interviews with all the guys, yeah. okay? And then a week later, he's gone? Why don't you want the guy that's going to be running things for you the next year doing those interviews. So he has a pulse on what the hell is going on in that. Because you, you walk into something in June, you don't know what the yeah. the truth of the matter is. Months have gone by. Nobody's wound up about it anymore. And, and you don't have a clear representation of what happened and why did things go to shit.
2: Yeah, my belief would be that
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Tree is such a pro at this part of the it's job. nothing it's against, against tree. That this there would be very very thorough notes on all your exit meetings, and if there is a new GM that come, comes in, he reads that file, and it's like, okay, here's the highlighter. I got to follow up with all. Of this. I just think, but I agree. In a perfect world, you're not in this spot at all. I just, and think look, you're if in. you're gonna have a new GM for exit meetings, how's the GM search going? You're a week away. I, I you're right, right, and you haven't
1: like, heard anything. But I still, I do think it's important. I think it's important. I do not doubt for one second that Brad for living does the right thing and has thorough notes. Is thorough notes and does it? That's not the point I'm making. Yeah, you have to know sit across from a guy and see his eyes and face Uh and his delivery and his emotion to understand. If I read a text, I don't know if you're pissed off.
2: Yeah, it's almost like you need to go to Sweden. You have yes. So
1: I guess that's the other thing. But after time, things get different too, right? I want that yeah. if there's a new GM coming,
2: yeah you want the wrong put motion. him in
1: place yeah. is the moment this team is eliminated
2: it's just going to get weird dean if this if 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 Living walks away with the contract up and he and the team agree to part ways, whether that's a contractual issue like pay or term or work conditions or last say it's just going to be really clunky if you see him doing draft week preparation and then July one clicks over and a different guy comes in.
0: Yeah. I, I see. Like, I, it's,
2: I, I, I think it would be he, weird.
0: I think even if he is not back, I think he still conducts those interviews because you'll have Conroy and Pat, like you're going to have your other lieutenants it, in that room. And I, know, I I don't disagree with you. I just can't imagine that you would have all that you would have that done by next weekend. It doesn't, you mentioned dysfunctional. It doesn't strike me as a scenario or a situation right now where they have that much figured out. Here's what we're doing with the coach. Here's what we're doing with the GM. Here's who's replacing the GM. To have all of that, I can't imagine that they have that. In well, place. and again,
2: who is making those calls? It's It's got to be Murray. the owner, So right? The guy that we never hear publicly and doesn't speak. Like, yeah. that's the guy that knows. And, and you knows. mentioned
0: like John Bean. He's going to, there are some higher ups, but in terms of hockey people or who's got sway and clout,
2: it feels like it's Murray and then a steep cliff down to and he's, John Bean. And- he's worked in the last year of his deal before, but I believe he was extended in the fall, not like in the summer. It was October 3rd, 2019, which was following their first round exit to Colorado was the one seeds that he was extended. I remember the season opening game, I think they announced around that time. It's just a really odd spot. It's so... you're odd is the
1: right word there's nothing normal about this whole and you go all the way back to last summer where it pro, you know it 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 that's where they fell off the cliff guys leaving shit happening signing extensions making these big deals feeling i said it last night i feel uh, this team was not a plan it was a reaction it was a reaction to circumstances that were Kinda out of your hands. Yeah. Now they weren't because you could have managed it differently years earlier on. Or about okay, shit happened that you kind of you had to deal with. It's like holy. And we all were we are around it. You're watching it unfold. Last year, you go, jeez, Gaudreau's gonna sign this. He's not coming. Oh my god, he's gone. What do we, we now? What? And you knew damn well when Gaudreau was leaving. Now, Kachuk, Kachuk's huh. not coming. Holy Christ, like. We're a first-place team, and now we're losing our top two guys? 200 point players. How do we do that? Anyway, it was a reaction. It was a reaction to shitty circumstances, and I, it wasn't the worst. He treated a decent job and maybe a great job of recovering assets, making the best of that shitty situation, but he doubled down on it. Before he saw it, in a, now, in a panic mode. You know what I mean. I, I think reaction
0: is the best way you phrased yeah. it. So let me let me throw this at you, because he signs Huberdeau and he signs Weegar, and, and I mean it's hypocritical. I thought it was all you got the you, you you gave him all the money, but you were in a situation where it felt like no one you couldn't keep anybody. Yeah, two guys walk out on you. I thought the I thought the trades were good. The money was a lot, but you were getting a superstar forward. That's the price you pay to have a star. You have to pay them get The top same market. number of
2: points as Johnny. It was easy. We just give him Johnny's money. So it's what made sense, right?
0: How confident or what level of belief would you have that's, that Huberto and Cadre and some of these guys can get back to more
2: so Huberto than anybody else? his
0: former self with a different coach.
2: Yeah, not 115 points, but, like, the point-per-game guy for four years in a row. That's probably what we're going to do. I
0: think he'll struggle with
1: it. I think once, there's too many guys you've watched that lose it and have a harder time gaining it back, especially at that age. You can say 30 is not young anymore. No. It's not not young. It's not young in this game. And it's not going to get better over time. Even if he comes back, are you going to get two years
2: of it? Yeah, you need at least a couple, but yeah. It's yeah. The back end of that deal was always going to suck. We're yeah, we do.
1: knew that, and that's fine. You can look past it if he's putting up a 80 to
2: 100 for the first four. That was the trade off for what we thought was a three- to five-year window where you're mm-hmm. a contender. Um, I think he, there's, there's other coaches on earth that he could perform better for. I think there's a lot of beef there. I feel the same way about Nazem Kadri. And I think the low-key move that really has sewered them a bit was an extension that didn't make sense for Daryl in training camp. Because if his deal's up this summer, as it should have been, a lot of the questions we have aren't here. Yeah. And I think a lot of the conversations you're going to have to have this summer, whether that's extension with players or, like, what do we do about these issues? Like, they're just not there. And it was so weird, the timing. And, you know, we don't really get a lot of clarity on this. This isn't public-facing stuff. We don't see salaries. You don't hear contract stuff so much as, like, you might get a tidbit here or there from an insider. But it sounded like the owner presented both the GM and the coach with extension offers. What if, What if? and I don't know, what if Daryl says, I don't coach as a
0: lame duck? As a Jack Adams winning lame duck.
2: I mean, I get that, but it's just 10 years ago. That was a real thing. It didn't happen. It was like, why would you do it? But it happens all the time now. Like freaking run for but he's or old Brendamore school, it, right? right? Like oh, for, for Daryl Sutter, yeah.
0: if he says, listen, we made the playoffs. We went around. I won the Jack Adams. I'm, I'm not coming back on a,
2: Lame duck, contract. yeah. I mean, he may very may well have. It was just the one thing you knew was this guy wore on people. And already last summer, there was some cracks showing with players saying, "I'm not really up for this." Like it, it wasn't. If you went through their exit meetings last year, I bet you there's all kinds of red flags. Well, I'm sure there
0: is. But yeah. if he if he's going to th- really speculating, have no reason to think yeah. that happened. Yeah. But if Daryl is going to say to someone, "I won a Jack Adams, I won you a playoff round, I'm not coming back as a lame duck," who's he talking to? one guy and the guy is the owner yeah. who's a big fan. Well, and this is so, this is
2: where again, we the problem the, the owner's all go not up going to say, top. "Oh,
0: well there's some rift, you know, some guys in the room and there's no, maybe I, some red flags." Be like, "Hey, I
2: I am not saying it wasn't a decision that, you know, played yeah. out exactly how you're saying. What I'm saying is that's low key the worst decision they made this summer."
0: As we well, it's hard it's hard to, to look at the Huberto extension. Yeah, it's it's forever and it's all the money.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Like uh, we talked about it mid season. It, it's not super probable that he'll ever be Hunter hundred plus again, but what happened to Jeff Skinner when they changed coaches? You're watching Buffalo. Yeah.
1: But they were going to send Jeff Skinner to the minors even. So I it can
2: happen. It it's can, just not going to happen with this coach is what I think we all know.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I don't like, it's hard for me because I, it speaks to the guy's character. If you've quit on your teammates.
2: And sometimes it's fit more than quit, but there's certainly got to be elements of both here.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm not,
2: I'm not, I've not said Daryl's
1: done anything right this year. I think he's mismanaged almost everything. And so he's done a piss poor job of running the bench this year. Mm -hmm. And, but on the other hand, it's like, it's still the players that are supposed to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can't tell me last night that that was Daryl Sutter's fault. I don't. I bitched about the moves that he, he was having guys in certain ice times and pulling the
0: guys still got to go play. It yeah. feels like an indictment when you're going to put your own personal feelings, differences with the coach, whatever you've got going on, when that supersedes
2: the guys in the room, yes. your teammates,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're not going to win. And as we said, the coach did it too last night. He abandoned a lot of his hard, tried, tested, and true philosophies about the game. He talked within two weeks about the ice time being his only carrot, and he played the shit out of Kadri in his worst game of the year when he made incredible mistakes and in turnovers and clearly wasn't in it. So we're going to just play this show every day now until Sweet. What, the draft or until something <laughs> what, happens. What about after they win 5 nothing tonight? We've covered
0: a... <laughs> what if they win 5 nothing tonight?
2: Well, I think you're back in a spot you were a month ago with just less runway. It's still not like hurrah. It's like, ugh, they need so much help.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm back to... You had seven games to play hard, and you didn't,
2: and I'm... I'll watch and look like I don't love Calgary's chances going into Vancouver on Saturday I don't love their chances against the plucky Nashville team on Monday I don't love the chances against a jet team that figured it out over the last two they games. just lost well-rested. on home
0: ice to the worst team in the league again and look, so how do you have any kind of swagger going into mm-hmm. any game
2: yeah, and, and that
0: whole strength of schedule bullshit, I it was a banana peel right from the start. Well, look who these guys have, and look who yeah. these guys have. We've watched 70-plus games
2: of them doing this. This is their Achilles heel. If their record against playoff teams is right there with everyone else that's in that dance, their record against the worst five teams in the league is the difference. And
0: maybe you do it once or twice. Seven or eight. Ah, we looked past them. We knew we had a big game against Winnipeg, and we lost to Chicago, but we beat them the other two times. We...
2: No, you lost all three. Anaheim, <laughs> Chicago three times. You Columbus barely beat once. Columbus.
0: You came back and got that one in a friggin' overtime. Mm-hmm.
2: Arizona, Philadelphia. It's all fucking season.
0: Our feelings are hurt. But beyond that, it's time to do the injury report. Okay. For McLeod. What's our,
2: are we day-to-day or week-to-week? Oh, man. Hurt is feelings. feelings.
0: Yeah, we are day-to-day with hurt
2: well, this feelings. Could, this could cost us the rest of the year. <laughs> McLeod Law. Personal
0: injury lawyers taking the the stress off of your shoulders. You're not alone. You let Peter Klein and his folks handle the legal, the insurance, the medical claims. You focus on your recovery. They're the best at what they do. They are Calgary born and bred and raised, and they love this city. and They know what Calgarians are all about. Look at old, look at Peter there, good looking guy. P. Klein at McLeod lawcom dot com. Their website McLeod Here dot com. Here is the injury report.
2: Great to see Chris Tanev back last night, his first game after missing a bunch with what was clearly an upper body injury and, and also to see the still unwavering disregard for his body as he lined up and threw the heaviest hit of the night. Now, I don't know about who won the collision, but I know a guy coming back from injury still don't give a shit about his body the way he was throwing it out in the first period in his first game back and the first of two games and two nights for Kristanov Tanev. Michael Stone returned on Sunday. He'd missed 20-plus with uh, his issues on the blue line. Uh, we still know that uh, Oliver Shillington's in Sweden all year. And last night, I don't know if you, if you were there live, you might have missed it. On the broadcast, they had to go back to show it. We got some video. Watch what happens to Walker Dewar here. And Rhett had a uh-huh. bit of a, mm, watch this. This is not good. This pisses me off. Close the yeah. door, idiots. Oh, Ugh. like that's the corner of a stationary object. Right in the midsection. Lucky he's not in the hospital. And Vladar feels bad, but don't ever let that happen. You should have that figured out by Pee Wee. That is awful. Fellas. Oh. Right. His right hip. There's going to be some black and blue and gross all over Walker is. middle body. Walker deserves better than this. Come on, Dan. Walker Deer deserves
0: you See, that's better. what
2: happens. If they start Dan Vladar, he obviously hangs a zero, they win, and Walker Deer doesn't get hurt because well, yeah, Markstrom Markstrom's better game. on the
0: gate there, yeah. <laughs> More Simple.
2: responsible gate. Simple. Uh, elsewhere, it's the Jets tonight. Cole Perfetti, the only Jet missing. Recall they played... Uh, early in the new year. I think the Flames came back from their holiday break. Or it was Jan 3rd. I think it was our first afterburner. It was like, oh, boy, they're hurt. This guy's missing. There's all walking wounded. They ain't mm-hmm. that. It's Cole Perfetti that's out, upper body injury. He was hurt late Feb. Two-month timeline means late April, which is like if they get in, maybe he can help in round one, but that's it for them. Other notes around the league, Karel Kaprizov of the Wild. He got hurt in that game against the Flames. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He is skating, but with a non-contact jersey for the Wild. They were very hopeful the timeline meant he'd be ready for playoffs. That's a week and a half away, so he's in a good spot, it looks like. Ryan O'Reilly skated yesterday with the Leafs, but did not play in their last game. He's on track to potentially return against the Bruins tomorrow. And speaking of which, Taylor Hall, skating, but doubtful for tomorrow's game between the Bruins and the Leafs. So those are some of the bigger names and injuries, including uh, Flames and Jets for tonight. We're into that final
0: stretch where you'll be watching those teams. Who has things to play for, who doesn't have things to play for, who's in, who's out. It's the if it was the playoffs, I'd be playing. I wonder who what kind of load management teams are able to give some key players. I, Boston's
2: probably got lots of reviews. Yeah, I feel like I don't anyone else does. Maybe Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. everyone else, like look at the Central and the Pacific. Everyone's like rammed in. And two, three in both the uh Metro and the Atlantic are pretty close, too. So that's the injury report for McLeod Law. As I said, Calgary
0: Roots, big part of their long-standing client relationships. They understand this city we live in, the people in it, and the way things work. They want to make Calgary better, and Calgarians better for it, sharing that commitment for a positive impact on our city. You got to love them. McLeod Law, full-service law firm, and uh, Peter Klein specializing in the personal injury front. On social media, online, visit McLeod Law for, uh, for all your legal needs. You probably don't want to have legal needs, but if you do, you need good people. Sometimes you have them, and... Well, sometimes you have them, and you don't know that you need them.
2: Okay. It's like, if
0: you look back, it's like, ah, I, I should have got a lawyer advice for that. I should have got yeah. somebody that knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Ah... The Jets won that game, by the way. I went back and looked when they had. It was an
2: afterburner. All they did was lose. Yeah. Remember? they had
0: a whole bunch of people out, and they no one was playing. Hellebuck and, was great.
2: And, yeah, yeah buy two. it or sell it was is Hellebuck an all world guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How w- how happy would they have been last night watching that game? It was as happy as we were at the Greagle watching San Jose
0: shut out the Jets. Yeah, because you would be thinking if you were sitting in Winnipeg looking at the schedule, guaranteed. Well, we've got we got our game, beat that, win that game on Wednesday, and we'll be in good shape. They're not gonna lose to the Hawks. <laughs> they lost to the Hawks. It was wing night. <laughs> Damn it. It was guaranteed wing night. Hmm.
2: Hmm. All that's uh left is uh what? Throw the soil? Say the eulogy. Do that thing in the paper. Hey, I'm I'm well established as
0: glass half empty guy. Yes. If they if they win tonight, then I don't begrudge anybody for being back up and excited. Maybe you're still up and excited. You got Nashville and you got, you got, mm-hmm. like Serge said, you're, you're going to be able to lose a couple games.
2: You win against Winnipeg. You win against Nashville. You're going to be okay. I'm more worried not that they can't beat Winnipeg, that, but that they're third in four nights and they're fourth and sixth, given how flat it is, and that Daryl didn't rotate any bodies through. Like last night was such a prime opportunity to get a Ruzicca in or a Pelche in, or maybe you buy Tanev another day so he doesn't have to play a back-to-back coming off injury. Like put Vladar in. Tanev, I get you. You get Tanev in. I went. Well, yeah, it's just two Tanev. games out of the gate
0: and two. I nights. mean, you weren't putting Ruzicca in. I'm just you said it last night. If anything, it was maybe Pelche Vladar. It was maybe Pelche, maybe Vladar. But again, we talked about those what the three back-to-back sets played the same goalie and they look wiped
1: they do yeah, they, and so how do you look not change wiped this, now? that nice. they were wiped like they're tired or disinterested i don't know what it was but it certainly was not an effort last night it mm-hmm. was not a full 100%
2: we're going to give a 100% would you have got some jump if yes, you put pulse w- in like it seems it's obvious. It's easy to... for us. It's yeah.
1: easy for us. And if you'd have done it and the, you had the same result, we'd, then you'd have people moaning and complaining about that. But I, I, this team, go ahead. Figured I'll I'll watch, but I'm not going to get too. I can't. Going to be hard getting invested. You couldn't give me seven games. You couldn't give seven games of effort. Now, what if they go six and one? <laughs>
2: Got to win tonight and all the rest, but yeah,
1: what a. Yeah, but life. you still didn't give me seven games. Of no, they were bad against Vancouver. Atlanta. They were they played hard. I, agree. I, I, I I really liked their effort in Vancouver. They weren't playing hard last night, Anaheim and they didn't play hard against Anaheim. Yeah, they were they were fortunate to be playing those two teams. Well, they lost to one of them, but if you're playing Minnesota last night,
2: you get shit pumped. Oh yeah, it's five yeah. one, and you're—it's like, not even close. And that's why it's hard to think about Winnipeg tonight, who are feeling good and haven't played since Sunday. Oh boy, like legs feel great. Maybe an off yeah. day in there. They scored six against the Devils. Their goaltenders back. Every guy in a cold streak is Does on Markstrom a heater. All, all of a sudden, like he's ready to no, steal you. No, it wasn't. Game? Maybe go to Vladar. Everyone with a fucking brain, including people in that organization, except Daryl, wanted Vladar yesterday. He, he's going to feel better tonight than he did. No,
0: <laughs> so much better.
2: I feel great. Today. We said it. You could have played Vladar last night and had Wolf backing up or somebody else. Marsham could have been in a fucking hotel when Winnipeg last night. <laughs> and neither team, the players, right?
0: But neither team really wanted that result last night. No, no. Chicago's the like, Hawks are tanking. Let's, we've, let's get the best percentage possible. We've, we won Frank We t- lost 8 in a row. So how did we win? for Calgary. A horrible
2: you- game for the Hawks and the Flames. Yeah, That's said what yesterday. Frank tweeted. It was awesome.
0: They should have just Why don't we just agree before we even play this thing yeah. how this is going they to go. They should have pulled their goalie
2: with 3 left. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Luke Richardson outside They're the Essex. box. I love it. Why are you in the net? And then Athanasio you get the hat trick Watch. <laughs> Uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, it all co- boils down to that. Like, you're at home, you're on a, a chance to win five, you have a chance to pull even. Well, give us an honest effort. And losing lose a, to the last a, place lo- team in the league, not, a, not on puck luck, no. not on running into a hot goalie, because you fucked the dog. You didn't care. <laughs>
0: like, you it didn't was care just enough. an awful effort. <laughs> there are some teams that are going to make the playoffs. 16, I'm told. I mean. Give or
2: take. We'll call Gary and
0: get back to you on that. Probably sixteen teams, right? will make the playoffs? I hope. I think I think this year they're gonna go with sixteen. Which means a lot of people, if you're a big hockey fan and you like doing, you know, you're if you're a big football, you get in football pools and rotisserie drafts and all that sort of thing. Now we've been talking about this for a while, and I'd say uh, extenuating circumstances, we've been doing a lot of a lot of homework behind the scenes, but our inaugural barn burner playoff draft is going to be held at the Gray Eagle. And details uh, again, I don't even really know how to trot this out necessarily. Okay, but it is happening.
2: It's in like a week and a couple of days. I know. I'm excited. We were there. It's the room's gonna. Be I know. We were there
0: yesterday. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited. Can you tell me more about what's happening?
2: We have a title sponsor of the inaugural Barn Burner Playoff Draft. Damn right! And not only do we have a title sponsor, we have grouped. Uh, There'll will they'll be people with tables. In the- I I feel like the the heartbreaking news for our fans is that essentially we don't know this. It's essentially sold out, <laughs> and we were gonna unveil it, but you know, if you advertise with. Flames Nation, the Barn Burner guys, or you're in on Afterburner. Like you had first dibs, and people want to be at this thing. I don't know if
0: i see that's details you didn't need to share. I, if you want to advertise with us, you're going to have a good chance well, of knowing. I about I don't stuff. know if that's, that's how, how it goes, it's... but it is going to be held next Friday night at the at the Griegel. What was the name of? The, I was going to write down what the name of the room was. We're actually getting two rooms. It's kind of they got the two side by sides. Mm-hmm. They're going to <laughs> take one of those dividing walls out. Food and booze and fellas and hockey and the podium. And charity. And charity. But there you see it. Pay built on board, presenting sponsor of the inaugural Barnburner playoff draft. Love it.
2: Pay built Calgary company. We make alternative payments mainstream. You got payments, business to business. Say hello. These guys are great.
0: So it'd be a, you know, cause I, I, I don't like to like, I use my own credit card. How am I going to, you know, tell me how, how this works. Give me the old pay built story.
2: Well, they're working with some partners of ours. So like Betway, yeah. for example, needs to have payment stuff going on. They would be using it. I know there's other big payment companies or people that have to transact with other businesses. Pay a company that would help you with those services. They're fantastic. They're on board and we're excited about uh, the relationship. They're going to be in the room having fun chatting with our other 15 tables at the playoff draft.
0: It is going to be hard to, to get in. It's, uh, it's become a
2: very exclusive affair. I don't know what we do with this. I asked, I, I, I definitely, this is a classic boom thing. I'll say, hey, here's a question. Here's some options. What do you think? And it's just like, yeah, there's not going to be an answer here. <laughs> what do we do with our last team, Dean? This feels like an off pod
0: conversation.
2: That's how you would address yeah. things with us is on pod. Like so so we're going to give you some pod. of your own medicine. See, so.
0: here's the thing. I feel like no one's really... Grab the stick on it, okay, which is how
2: we've gotten to you know a week before the event. It's gonna be a great event, we just need to know what to do with this last team. rat. do you have any ideas? We could auction it off, we open up some friends, listen to offers. We could talk, maybe we could get uh, bring in some, S- some all stars because it kind of feels media. like it's
0: now an event that hasn't gone on sale and that won't go on sale. Is it's that uh, sold out? I mean, do you want to you know, put one it, thing uh, up feel, for sale? Feel badly that it's uh, sold out. You know, I mean, it's, it's the curse of popularity. Reach right? out if you want to get involved. There is one team still available. Is that here? correct? Mm-hmm. Sponsorship opportunities. Maybe uh,
2: paybill's got a table. A lot I of other the, pals you know, thing.
0: It, it Kind of, it's it's a good problem to have. Kids sports loving it.
2: This yeah. is
0: great for kids sports. It's great for the kids. It's great for the kids. Um, contact Jared. That's what I would do.
2: Yeah, what would I'd I'd do. idea. Get
0: a hold of Jared. Jarrod at TheNationNetwork.com. Jarrod. <laughs> That's right. But we are uh, we're, the folks at the. Uh, was it Shelley yesterday? I believe it was. Yeah. It was Shelly at the Gray Eagle.
2: She was dialed. Holy yes.
0: smokes. I need her in my house. you're good hands there. This event's going to go just fine. Going to need some round tables. Gonna, how many bars do you need? Okay, what kind of... What do you need at the bars? All right, this this right. what kind
2: of food? food this, this would be the snacks. This would be... I think your clientele would especially like this. <laughs> Table tablecloth. some napkins. Oh, wow, what wow, kind of napkins
0: good. would you like? It was unbelievable.
2: So it's good that we have at least somebody yeah. that knows what with their poop together on this. This is a very good case of, like, I think we're now three idea guys. Rhett's really rubbed off on us.
1: We can come up with them absolutely. We, we
2: need Shelly on logistics. We got the
0: ideas. Here's the thing. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a banger. It is it's going to be a sellout. We're gonna raise a bunch of money for kids sport. We are pumped to have pay built on board. We are so thankful to the Grey Eagle for partnering up as our host. As they have been, they've been a great partner. They're going to be again. And uh just going through that room yesterday, I can't wait. This is this is gonna be a fun one. We did it at the old place, we're bringing it to the new place. And yeah, give us the vibes. Like, what, if people have them in, what is the room like? What's happening? Well, Rhett drinks a lot and then gets on the mic. That's always good, and then starts to kind of. Well, I got social anxiety, so I have to have a couple right, yeah. i
2: get loose. So then he. <laughs> I thought it was your sore shoulders. That's way well, off. I thought it was general well, anesthetic. Oh, well, that's okay. why I double it. I uh, it. <laughs> double so then he starts to
0: chirp people. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it's, it, it's good. It's. Uh, Dress it's, up. Make yeah. sure you look the part. Well,
2: and look, you're all. It's tables of eight, so every team will come to the podium to make their picks in the first round, like it's the actual draft, as if we're on the draft floor in Montreal. And hey, look, there's uh, you know, Geek uh, Garbano at the at the desk there, and we're like we're, right. we're going to come up, make picks. The 16 teams in the NHL playoffs will be selecting players, getting their points, well, a certain number forwards, D goalies.
1: If we have them by then, I think there's. If there's yeah, whatever, if we can. Yeah, it's like it's just
2: it. makes it even it more interesting if, if the Nashville results hanging in the balance on Friday night. But I I'm excited. If you're a team, what are you doing? We're gonna have lanyards for you. You're gonna be at your own table. You want to wear suits? Are you gonna dress up like Goofs? Uh, are you wearing Oilers onesies? Come dressed up for. Don't call my fun. dad for
1: jerseys. He did it once. It's not happening again. No,
0: your dad did jerseys. Yeah, some team took all my old jerseys. Remember Vipers. Yeah, mm. all the old Viper jerseys. Was that kids' sport They did that? Those darn kids. Can't believe those kids would do it. Uh, we're very thankful to have the support that we've had on this, and it's going to be a great one. We'll be doing the show there next week, day of, we believe, and then rolling right into the draft, and we'll have some exclusive video and some stuff from that night that will be up on our YouTubes and that moving forward. But we'll have some – we just we wanted to say a big thanks today to PayBuild. PayBuild is yep. on board. And a huge thanks to them for being a part of it, and the other sponsors and all that. We'll have some details trickling out here over the next few days.
2: Partnering with Paybelt gives you instant access to Canada's best interact e transfer automation, but that's not all. Paybelt, the industry leader, also in real time disbursement, Visa Direct, and their proprietary e transfer payments provide solutions for every type of business.
0: So, is this like maybe if you're, uh, I'm just saying, if you're in some uh, some city, like uh, Vegas. Maybe you go and you buy something and it's, you, know, you don't want that showing up in your credit card. Like, oh, I don't know. That's not that. Is that how that goes? Oh, like, no. Uh, that's oh, was... pay built, babe. Babe, it's pay built. I got, uh, no, no, is that? That's not. Damn it.
2: <sighs> oh, it's Siren's uh, restaurant. That's yeah, still, that's... <laughs> that's still a hard one to, uh, hard one to explain. <laughs> babe. That's not, babe. What's Sapphire? Go to their website, PayBuilt.com. <laughs> Sapphire's restaurant.
0: It's a, uh, it's a, yeah, it's jewelry. Place. You're gonna love it. God damn it. Then you go to Vina Nova. Speaking of Vina Nova, they'll be there. Yeah, Vina Nova. We've we've been telling you about that. Vina Nova is gonna be there. Justin's very excited. Uh Calgary's only lab grown diamond specialists. Exclusive in lab grown diamonds. Who are we talking to? Oh, it was yesterday here in the studio. We were talking about uh when you Mm -hmm. were rattling off some of the uh are some good. of the clients and some of the partners that we have, and I think that the point you made—that a lot of the guys that watch our show or listen—they appreciate paying around twenty percent <laughs> of what you would normally <laughs> for for a lab grown diamond. You can save eighty
2: percent. Our guys like eighty percent off. Our is guys what we've like heard. a deal. Yeah. Justin's been telling us guys seem to like eighty percent less than what they were expected to pay. Not cheap. Doesn't make you cheap. No. Smart. Very. It's efficient.
0: Very smart. Largest selection of loose lab-grown diamonds and jewelry in the city of Calgary, and there are savings almost across the board, 80% off. 80. Custom designs. You can sit down. You go into Vina Nova. You can plan all that out. It takes a few weeks to get that all whipped up for you. But if you're, uh, I guess if you're one of those people, here, here's what I want. I want this on the side and this on the top. It's got to have horns here and then a tail coming out here. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You Talk to Justin. It's custom, I guess. It's custom, but either way, second floor Stephen Avenue Place. Lab grown diamonds. It's if you haven't heard of it, you're gonna hear a lot more about it because it's the way everything's moving. It just makes more sense. The diamonds are in a lot of cases better quality than the yep. ones they're digging well, out clarity, of the ground. Sure, less imperfection.
2: Gross. you
0: know, when you're uh, rap- where did this come from? I don't know. I dug it out. Of the, dug it
2: when I'm you're wearing rap- that in my hand. You're going to get one of those big necklaces like a baseball player, and you're going to get, like, Goosh or whatever your rapper name is. That's right. I mean, yeah. You can get more diamonds in there for the same price. Right in my teeth. You get your fronts put in, goosh. yeah. Got to talk to Justin. He'll yeah. be there.
0: Venanova.com is the website, but truly, this is, we've all, the three of us have been there. We've done and gone through the VinaNova experience. It is well worth your time, and it's going to save you a ton of cash to get the, uh, the very best. And more importantly than us liking it, our better halves loved it. Oh, like, there's your win. Success that one was touching. Yep. And if you go in, you mentioned Barn Burner. I don't know that it gets you any kind of a discount, but can't hurt. It. It's a nice icebreaker. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. Still full price? Yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> right. let's do the Pinder Report. You know what? I got these tickets to the San Jose game on Wednesday. To... <laughs> <laughs> let's do the Pinder Report. <laughs> Northwest Auto Mall, they're online at villagehonda.com and they are continuing with the million dollar buy in event. Top dollar for your vehicle. Million bucks to do it. Sell them your vehicle. Get a tropical cruise for
2: two. Find out more at villagehonda.com. It's the Pinder Report. Guys, we start the Pinder Report with, uh, well, we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Before the show, we have to get all kinds of images and video. Get them to our boy, Alex, who's going to play them when we call for them. Clip one of the Pinder Report today is called, Cadre Shift from Hell. Let's all feast our eyes. Well, it doesn't really narrow it down. Which one would it be? Well, there's one Ooh. egregious turnover. Oh. That yeah. gives Chicago the puck. Don't worry, it's three on four. It's door you know, press. Tons of numbers. Ah! and oh, Three on four, and how do you... So, A, soft play at the Chicago Blue Line leads to change of possession. B, lots of time and space here, doesn't get it to a teammate, and shies away from potentially having to take contact, and it's an easy setup for the Hawks. That's Nazem Kadri's worst shift as a flying fellow's.
1: Shiza, all right. That could be his worst shift in the NHL.
2: And to make one mistake, every player does it. It's not a thing. But after making a soft play at the Chicago Blue Line to follow it up with an even softer play 10 feet from your net, I have a tough time with this
1: one. My buddies would be playing that clip all summer for me. Hey, Redster. (laughs) Nice shift, right? Like, uh, guys close to you, and you would be just feeling uh, shame. Yeah. It's like, can't hide from that one, can you?
2: And look, I'm not here to say Cadre's not going to be a good flame and this guy's bad and get him out of here and this or that. It, it was an awful time to have his worst game as a flame, and we've said it before. This is a dysfunctional team right now. I'd like to see him on a non-dysfunctional team here very soon. That would be nice. Here's Afterburner last night with more thoughts on Cadre dean and i didn't an afterburn. it was like yeah that's the worst nazim cadre game it's got competition with tonight that might be the worst one it comes at a horrible time and i can't pretend to be between people's ears and when sometimes a guy's trying too hard but it just looked like how could you be so lackadaisical in this spot both the second goal which ties the game for the hawks and the third goal which gives them their second lead of the night are lazy low effort plays from codger chicken shit that one in a corner and the, uh, the first goal he
1: gave up was, ah, that is, I've seen my, I got a kid's hockey. I've seen braver kids in the 10 year old hockey. Uh, That's tough. scared. Yeah. And not caring. I'm sorry.
2: Dean, would you like to add on or do you feel like we covered it there? I feel like you guys covered
0: it last night. I feel like if you, if you need further opinion,
2: Rewind. Do rewind you, the show today. You know who we haven't heard from today? Who's that? Nazem. Here's his comments after the game. Um, don't know you're gonna like him necessarily. He was asked about that second goal for Chicago, gave him the game the two one lead.
1: Um, just turned it over. I made a nice play. Uh you know, ICE was getting a little chippy there at the end of the period. We got a simplifier game and just uh you know can't uh can't make those mistakes.
2: No he kind sure. of owns it, but he throws a little yeah, chippy ice. I don't know the chippy ice, ice. to there. That's not a nice thing. Old you know.
1: times was it chippy? Would you crap yourself in the corner and
0: Is this chippy here? That's chippy. No. That was a chippy ice play that you. You'd like him to own it a little more. You know what? If you're the Chicago coach, you're probably even sour at your guy. Could you finish a check? What are you doing? You lollygag it in there, like go, go through after him. him. Go cause a turnover. He turn was over.
2: not. In a crosshairs, had to spit it. There oh, was I guess Lots I, of time and space. Though. I
0: guess you did cause a turnover. What That's shameful.
2: Look like at... It's like... A, one hand <laughs> and <laughs> turning away from the play. Well, and how
1: about not... Like,
2: do you try to get back to the front of the net? No. 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 Just going to sit here. Oh, dear. That was bad. It's really bad. Here's an My interesting shoppins. thing we mentioned earlier. This is a tweet from one of our... uh listeners, viewers, whatever we call them now, Dean, one of our boys, our boys Pedro. Buddies. How is this the guy that when he sat down with Frank Cervelli at the All-Star Game said, we need to play as a team and we'll make the playoffs. It has been some of the least teamish play from 91. And I look, I think he's a good player. It's this just been a miserable half year. This guy
0: had a broken hand and scored an overtime winning goal in the playoffs to, to eliminate the Oilers last year. This isn't the guy. And it's, I got, look, yeah. it's
2: not the guy. And that's something's just got to give some you hope in a weird way, doesn't it? That if things of, are I different, can't. he could be that guy.
1: I don't because it is the guy. That is the guy. It's the same guy. So apparently he can do either. Apparently. Apparently.
2: Uh, if you want more, cadre, which uh, I'm sure everyone, there's an article as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Ryan Pike weighing in on really laying the hammer down with the. Uh, not a great. Didn't now, have a great night. What's another way of saying didn't have a great? Had a bad?
0: Yeah. Soiled undies? It oh, was what a... brutal.
2: Tragic number for the Calgary Flames is, uh, well, very small. And that's not good if you know how a tragic number works. It's a combination of Flames losses or Winnipeg wins. It's only three. So Jets have five left? And they only need three? And that's assuming a Calgary. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's what they're up against math wise. Here's a look at your standings in the West. Nashville did win, back to back. Dallas and Vegas they pull off an OT winner. I believe it was Phil Tomasito, that uh, drew the penalty in overtime and then scored in overtime. Well, you
0: know, it went a glass shot and I think it went off the skate of the defender and in. Like either way, yeah. like
2: that's whew, that's some gutsy shit from Nashville here uh, after selling with four significant injuries. Tommy Novak on the board with two more. Are you kidding me? They're one back of the Flames with a game in hand. Calgary's two back of the Jets. Jets hold a game in hand and a tie break. You're three back and the Jets have a game in hand because you lost to a 32nd place team on your home ice. The Crucial stretch of the season. We've gone over that here are the jets lines for tonight's contest they've been humming since they came home dean they got shut out at the end of a road trip in san jose but since then 6-2 and 6-1 they're two victories and they've moved some guys around and got some success shifley was cooled off ehlers was on the third line wheeler wasn't getting points all of them heating up in a big way Hear more about this maybe in our betway bets of the day they're feeling good with back-to-back six goal victories and you know A few days to rest up for the Flames who are limping in with their fourth and sixth and third and four nights. Oh, they'll be very tight, though. They'll be very tense and tight. Especially after watching the Flames game last night. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You guys got afterburner tonight? Have fun with that with Jim? Yeah. Teas and peas? Is that the...
1: Well, it won't be an hour, I'll tell you that. No, we
2: needed an hour last (laughs) night. You might not tonight. You might be able to start in the third period. Was it a non-cur record? It was, what, 54? No, it was close to a non-cur record. I think we had 104 was the cur record, and we had a 101 or something. It's like, damn it, if I knew that, I would have gone three minutes long. yeah. Non-cur is a big show, though, if you're flirting with a non-cur record. Let's move to the Eastern Conference. Huge game last night for Rhett. He's an alumnus, as he would say, of uh, two teams that clashed. It was a huge win for the Florida Panthers, who started in that wild card three slot, playing Buffalo, who had games in hand and a chance. They lose two to one. Alex Lyon and Devin Levi put on a show. Both excellent. A two one win, and Florida leaps frogs not only Pittsburgh, but also the Islanders. Panteros officially have won the trade. That's it. I'm sorry. They got the playoffs to win. <laughs> The Panthers have put on a charge, too. like Ever since Keith Kachuk aerated them for being soft. Even before and not that, really if you tried. go back
1: to the All Star break, I think they're way out. And they've played. They've done. They've, I mean, they've dropped games, and Kachuk had to call them out as <laughs> a they've come a long way back to get into this. They've had some
2: nice stretches, and then it seems like, not unlike this team we cover here, there's been the hiccups after those, but yeah. they've needed it now, and they have performed. Keith called him out, man. There's your East. Pittsburgh. We, last time Sid missed the playoffs, I got some factoids for you. This is rookie season. Mario played the first half of the year yeah. and then retired. That's how long it's was been in Pittsburgh. It like oh, 05 or six, yeah. 16 years. Oh, yeah, that is a hell of a run. And look, they're not dead yet, but it's been an ugly, hard watch for Penguins fans, similar to the, to the Flames. If, See, and I, I, uh, I like too.
1: the players on that team. I'm just sick of seeing them.
2: And it's weird because there's still enough guys
0: there. You felt like when that string was going to come to an end. It would have that that
2: whole group, but
0: it's still the Tang and Malkin, and they all reupped. They're us all kind some. of still there. I, they all got new deals. Kind of shocked that they are in that spot.
2: Let's go to the WHL. Uh, overblown Connor Petard with another show last night. Did he do well again? Back in Regina, up two nothing on the favored Saskatoon Blades. He's set up the first two Regina goals as we go to the action here.
0: Bernard pokes it to center, trying to split the defense. He does. He's all alone. Bernard scores!
2: Three points. Gets them to 11 at that juncture of the series. They would blow that lead, Rhett. The Blades come back from 3-1 and win it in overtime 4-3. It's a 2-1 series lead for Regina. Game four, I believe, tonight in Regina. No. A chance to make it 3-1 or a 2-2 saw off going back to Saskatoon. No lead. is too... And did you see him split the D, D? You
1: no. won with 10 minutes Watch left. this,
0: Rhett. It looked like Chad Allen and Rhett Warner back. And Whoop. No, we just slashed him. I was going to say they would be water skiing two. off him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Calgary Hitmen in action again tonight. We told you on uh, about Monday's loss at home. They're down 2-1 to the Red Deer Rebels. 7 o'clock start at the Dome. If you want to cheer on the Hitmen, man, if they could go back to Red Deer tied 2-2, that would secure a Sunday fun day game six at the Dome, which is what we want. It's a good thing, right? That's right. Sunday, Sunday. very good. Uh, to baseball, here we go. A reminder that t- despite how dark times can feel in Calgary Flames land, we are living in the golden era of baseball in some ways. So let's. Uh, there's a tweet here about. Uh, well, the God no, that's not uh, our God Shohei Otani, who is sensational. Also, our good pal Mike Soroka back in action. We did just showed that he uh, made a triple A start. One earned run, uh, up, up over sixty pitches. He's building back up after missing time in spring training. Great bit of work for our boy Mike Soroka. So good stretches, to see him gotta
0: stretch those hammies, Mike. Body stretch those hammies up.
2: Get healthy and I'll, let's have, let's go. I'll fax him some stretching.
0: Yeah. He can fax him some hammies. Time. Yeah.
2: Masters week continues today. Final practice nines, and then the par three contest. You remember. That one? No. Okay, you don't? All right. Here's a look at the Canadians. Who do we like? This is one of the things we're asking you in the Masters pool. you got to pick one Canadian. Corey Connors, three straight top tens at the Masters. No one else done that. That's pretty unreal. Also, first ever Masters for Adam Svensson. We also see Mike Weir on the far right and Mackenzie Hughes in the white with the blue slacks, he's won this year. As did Svensson. That's how they got in. Connors is just really good, so he's there every year now. And we, of course, won it twenty years ago. Do you have a Canadian you like here, Dean, or do you remember the names of the guys not named Weir? Um, Pete Connors, stomping, stomping Pete, Tom Tom boys. That's you, right. You walk carefully on those greens, stomping Pete,
1: stomping Tom's boy. <laughs> that's, I didn't know
2: he's there, Bud the Spud. <laughs> I like Dilsenberg. Dilsenberg. My yeah. back still hurts when I hear that word. Rhett, do you have a favorite out of those that group of the Canucks? There? Uh, McKenzie. McKenzie. All right. Very good. Here's the menu. Inflation's killing everyone, even in the States, Rhett, except in one place, at Augusta National Golf Course. Mm. It's a deal to be had, Dino. Now, you might have to zoom in, Alex, a little, but uh, there's your pimento sandwich. Delicious. 50. Buck fifty. Yep. Beer, 5 bucks
1: going. Bottled water, two dollars. Yes, he going he bring some back for
2: us. Chicken salad on a brioche, three dollars. Is this a currency we don't understand that's like worth ten times the American dollar? How are these prices a real thing? Soft drink, two dollars. This is like nineteen eighty five pricing right? Just another it's reason you gotta go to Augusta East. National, right? Uh, by the way, over four hundred and twenty five people this morning. Had already signed up for the Masters pool? Check our links on social media. Get in there. Prizing announced. We got a golf bag. We got you and a buddy golfing the Glencoe Forest with our buddy Derek Newman, who's an Afterburner sponsor. And we'll have some barn burner swag as well. Winner will get to pick which three prizes. Might be a putter thrown in that golf bag. Working on that. Second place will get to pick what's left, and then third will probably end up with the barn burner gear, unless that's the guy who wins it. Got to uh, get the barn burner. Nice. Yeah. I got a broken TV. If we want. Stop it. Speaking of Rhett and tomfoolery, there are visuals of... Uh, now, your boys haven't flown back to Buffalo yet. Nope. But they, were, they are with you now in Calgary. So this must have been the Buffalo to Calgary flight earlier this week. Don't know why it took me this long to get the photos. Probably not the shoveler, but look at the arrogance. And <laughs> yeah. the, this is a foul. You cannot get on a plane and kick up bare feet an inch away from somebody's head.
1: I was on a plane uh, with the shoveler. And the lady sat beside the shoveler, took her sandals off, and started picking I, skin off. Dean, Dean's it. gonna pierce. Uh, I'm not joking. Like, right, what do they call
2: that? Right. Dean toe jam? Is that it, or is under the nail Big, stuff different? Long
1: strips of dead that's skin. Hoof rot. <laughs> hoof rot.
2: Yeah, what's that stuff under the nail that's kind of like dirt, but it also looks kind of yeah, like dandruff? It's a fungus. It's a fungi. Yeah. Hey, you're a fun guy, right? That's mm-hmm. yeah. so. There's your pen report. Teach your boys smart about up. my kids smart enough.
0: Parent your old kids.
2: Village Honda. They have the
0: million-dollar buy-in event. Buy in those used vehicles. They'll buy yours, even if you don't buy theirs. And they throw Tropical Cruise to boot. They are doing everything they can to, uh, to get your attention. VillageHonda.com. Online, Northwest Automall. They are your dealership for life. For life? For life. I be making a visit. We'll be out there soon enough.
2: Next week, maybe clarity on the golf pool. Just yep, so sure. like more specifics. Cause okay.
0: it's free to enter free
2: to enter. So where do we do it? So again, I believe the Barnburner Twitter account has got a link also on my social media. There's a link and I think flames nation has tweeted out as well. So just go to our social media. You'll find the master's gift driving up uh what do they call it? Uh, the, the street there. Pembroke highway. No, that's incorrect. Good, good try though. Um, all you'll need to do is enter the link and then there's a code you'll put in to enter for free. You'll be asked to select one or two players out of a certain box. So we'll have like live douchebags and you'll pick Patrick Reed or you'll pick Bryson DeChambeau or Brooks Kepka. The four Canadians, pick one. Here's some former winners. Now Jared are they the all Tiger. for sure playing or do I need to? Are this you trying to... Already all of them are in the field and confirmed to play. Trying to fool me. Also right next to them, are there wagering odds in sports books? Mm-hmm. And where they are in the world golf rankings. If you know nothing about golf, you can still do a very good job of picking good golfers. And it's free. And it's free. And surprising, we told and you. And surprising. You want to golf the toughest course in Alberta with uh, our boy Derek this summer? We'll buy a round drinks for you? You want a new golf bag and putter? You want some barn burner gear? Let's go. Let's go. Cool. Uh, we'll do our Betway bets in a moment. Talk, again, talking about th-
0: giving away stuff. I, we brought it up yesterday. The uh,
1: <laughs> Oh, boy. Not this again. There you go. Well,
2: yeah. Bill. Yeah. You're good. Yep, nailed it. Nope. There it is. Back it up. <sighs> Autographed Bill Huberto
0: jersey. Oh, Bill. What team did he play for? Was that the Sweat Hogs in the old international yeah, was league? The, it? uh, yeah, to... Tallahassee Sweat Hogs. <laughs> Autographed Blasty Hubie jersey provided by our friends at the Hearing Loss Clinic. Today is Wednesday. We might do this tomorrow. Get after it. You know what? A lot of people entered yesterday, they saw the clip, and they've been doing that, so you've got a little over twenty four hours get in before let's the go. let's say e o d thursday yeah before the uh before the long weekend and this
2: yeah. Other way yeah
0: right. could be yours courtesy of the hearing loss clinic. It takes me back to my days of doing like weather so like, did look, you ever have to do that? Oh a little bit yeah you it look here like there's weather, a bit man. of a uh High pressure cell coming down from
2: the. You stretching there? What is this? <laughs> By the river. I was gonna say there's some physical comedy we missed not having that. Betway bets
0: to the day, and we'll get out of here. There's a game tonight in Winnipeg. <sighs> Biggest game of the year. I'm, I'm having be- a hard time getting wound up. Like I'm oh, totally pumped.
1: I had my menu planned out and did everything, you? and now I'm. It's. You, can we? Can you let us in? Um? Well, I mostly popcorn. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's a big game. He's gonna pop corn. Speaking of big game, I'm going big game hunting. Oh here's my uh two. <laughs> here is my my couple of betway bets. Whoa. Flames love giving up the first goal. Let it yeah, down. Yeah. Calgary guy, Adam Lowry. I'm going for it. First goal scorer of the game plus two thousand. Oh my God. Man. Look at that. Little Mr. Lowry. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, and I'm gonna go back to to Foley. Nearly had one there. I mean it was Nearly had a tying goal. If there was a guy that was going to get one, you felt like it was going to be him. fully anytime goal plus one fifty five. So hey, those are my two for today.
2: He did tie the game one one as well. I know. I mean, yeah. He's just on an absolute heater. Uh, Lowry. So if you bet hundred bucks, you would win two grand on Lowry scoring the first goal. Do you know? I, two that is, million. That might be the dollars. biggest big game yeah. hunting we've seen in the history of our betway. That's like it.
0: I figured you'd like it. I, that's ballsy. The
2: balls on that. guy.
0: And I feel like there is a uh, slim. I was going to go with Dubois, but it was nowhere near plus 2,000. Yeah, no, it's not a big number there.
2: Uh, I'm on the same game. Let's go to Winnipeg. Uh, They'll be busting up from Fargo probably right now, right? Since uh, I I don't really get the joke. It's. Shifley, a helper, plus 140. He's at back to back two point games. He's humming and back to himself. That feels like uh, the wrong number there. Plus money for one assist from a guy that, uh, well, they, they've scored 12 their last two games, and the Flames looked fucking exhausted sure. last <laughs> night. I don't know. Also, one of the guys that's quietly been stirring the drink, that straw's name, Vlad Nemestikov. Wow. They got him on a line with Ehlers and Wheeler. Ehlers and, and Wheeler. And if he scores, that's plus 350. Neilers, that line's yeah. been really good the last two games. So I'm going with uh, a little big game hunting myself, Nemestikov plus 350. Very good for you. Those are the... Uh,
0: it's an assist you're going for. I was, yeah, I could. It's not that uh, not that important, I suppose. Shife, you said? Yeah.
2: Plus 140. That's what you're
0: saying. Getting on that? <laughs> so I might need to get on that. Yeah. I can't read anything. Yeah.
2: Double up here. Okay. Full screen, please, Alex, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs>
2: Shifley. No, full screen, Dean. Yeah.
0: That's going to do it for the program today. Tomorrow. Now, what are we doing for tonight? You guys are doing Afterburner. So what are you doing?
1: I don't know. What do you mean? What am I doing?
0: Because I have a home studio. You're inviting them over? No. (laughs) Why? Oh, thanks, buddy. I don't have room for two. I can't spare a square. I don't have a square to spare. It's. I I don't know what. uh, Are you coming in here? I thought about coming
1: in here, but or I'll do it from uh, my home studio. Do you have your stuff
2: to do it from home? He's got a laptop. laptop.
0: That's That's it. It's all I <laughs> anyway, it But you have your stuff. lighting. You sure, uh, yeah. We will have – now, what time is this game? I think it's six. Six or sixer. So, we'll start a little – you're right. be done Should earlier. Be, yes. Shouldn't run too late. You've already
2: said you're not –
0: <laughs> You're spot. not talking he for very He left it long. all
2: out there last night. Unlike oh, Calgary yeah. Flames, he left it all out on the ice last yeah. night
0: after Brown. Yeah, he really did. So,
2: look <sighs> – you really, really
0: wanted this one to feel like it was a massive game. And it would have been, and maybe it still is, but you'd have loved. Just get that thing last night and in a lot of ways the, the Western Conference, the hockey world, it would have been one of the games that they'd all be watching tonight. Oh You're in the playoffs.
2: Win last night? Win tonight? You're Am in
0: I playoffs Thursday Five
2: thirty start tonight? I don't know. Five thirty. That's
0: why I, I was asking. 5.30 seems early, but maybe there's a... That could work really I offer, think it is. Double you know what? dipper. It's on uh, flames.com. Uh, 5.30 p.m. They might know a thing or two at flames.com. About well, Wednesday, times. right? Well, I
2: hope they start on time. I say
0: header night. That's why. Even better retro. Yeah,
2: they're going to go... Edmonton Anaheim is the nightcap.
0: A lot better. You and for...
2: me are going to go clubbing after.
0: Yes. It'll be good to get... Lock up your daughters, Calgary. We're Lock going the, yeah. From the house? That's right. <laughs> Going, to the, the going to the Circle K, grabbing <laughs> some O'Grottens, <laughs> heading back to the basement. Nail it. Look out, ladies. Hey, thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks for being a part of the show. It was, uh, I mean, today was a good show. I feel like this one's going get, to get a little bit of reaction Not today. But, Afterburner's got um, some,
2: if you haven't sampled that last night. Yeah. Oof.
0: We'll be back tomorrow oh, with our reactions and that on the uh on the matchup tonight. Support the sponsors, like, subscribe, follow all the social media stuff. Remember the jersey, old Bill Hubert for mm, the hearing loss right. clinic. Get in on the Masters pool. Lots of things going on, so we appreciate you.
2: Big shout outs to Paybuilt as well for jumping on, title sponsor of the playoff draft. we what, 10 days away? It's going to be a super and sensational. Rhett drinking too much on the mic fast. I can't wait. Excited for it's that. It's going to be huge, sensational. It's going to be huge, fantastic. Biggest ever. Drinking, hockey. How's he doing? Bing, By bing, the way, bing. I think he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I know yesterday was kind of a big day for him. I didn't pay that He's got a close lot attention. on the
0: go. He's got a lot on the go. Yeah. Uh, Not big. golfing. Is he golfing? I don't think so. No, no. i fudge
2: scores another day. Good. Good Shame. Shame. That's it. Others suck. See ya
0: buddies.